Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Talk radio that wake up the minds of the people. There are many whites who are trying to solve the problem, but you never see them going under the label of liberals. That, that white person that you see calling himself a liberal is the most dangerous thing in the entire Western Hemisphere. He's the most deceitful. He's like a fox. And a fox is, almost, is always more dangerous in the forest than the wolf. You can see the wolf coming. You know what he's up to. But the fox will fool you. He comes at you with his mouth shaped in such a way that even though you see his teeth, you think he's smiling and taking for a friend. But Malcolm X got what was coming. He got what he asked for this time. Brothers and sisters, always forget to cut that off. That off. This right here. Oh, I say it, I say it again. You've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Let us spray. Run on up. This is what he does. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, he does. That's what he does. Yes, sir. A lot of people have been bamboozled. They have. Hood, oh man, and run astray on a muck, you just name it, hell. Oh, it's been done on so-called black people of America. We can really just say throughout the world, but we're talking right here in America. Thank you, Rev, brothers and sisters, for tuning in one more time right here to the free radio work most definitely up at his house right here. We'll another outstanding topic of conversation for you tonight. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And also, brothers, uh, I know a lot of you brothers and sisters do know that today is, man, outstanding day where we celebrate and commemorate the life and legacy of our good brother. Let's be upon his soul forever. Brother Malcolm X, Brother Omawali, man. Yes, sir, Brother Malcolm, today is Malcolm. X's day that they have it, man. So, yes, sir, brothers and sisters. So, um, I know a lot of y'all cities, some of y'all cities, I know some cities probably have a lot of, you know, things going on today and things of that nature to celebrate the life of Brother uh, Brown, his, his tremendous work and, man, his um, influential uh, words and powerful words that he gave us in his time he was living. Yeah, I tell y'all, man, when I got into Start getting into the knowledge. That's who I knew, Malcolm. I, I really, I, I, even though brother was introducing me to the black man, but uh, I got out. I started hearing a lot of the speeches from brother Malcolm and those and those speeches. Those Malcolm had uh, the old set tape uh, called the grassroots speeches. All of his old grassroots speeches and those speeches and those classes. Yes, it man i'm telling you brother and so it just truly moved me so yes sir so uh, man i hard and always and i love me anyway always go outside brother man who was a uh brother of great influence uh i know it for my life in any way the malcolm x so we know this today is for the malcolm x day um to be right on we have a perfect day I want to get into 
to some things right here. Uh, it's really not really a topic on a particular subject, but we're going to get into some stuff. Um, time to tonight with Culture Freedom Radio. Yes, sir. Time to do the, the knowledge with Culture Freedom Radio. Yes, sir. Peace to my good brother LJ as well. My brother says that, uh, yes, sir, uh, I woke me up with his history of the black man clips on YouTube when he was in his early 20s. That's what I'm talking about. So, brother, yeah. Peace to my brother, brother, brother LJ. Yes, sir, brother, man. I listen to those cassette tapes, man. I just sit there. And just listen to those cassette tapes over and over. We talk about the Bandong Conference and all of this stuff, man. I was like, man, who is this brother, man? I'm like, damn, this brother, man. He knows his speeches, his words that uh, it electrifies. brothers and sisters, I'm just going to really say, you know, you had those ministers from the Nation of Islam. And like even our good brother, Dr. Colin Suman, please blessed be upon his soul. I just listen to those brothers, man, and go to the uh, even to the sometime and just hear those brothers, those speeches, those speeches in their teaching, brothers and sisters. It made you want to get up and do something. It may, I mean, not just go ahead, you know, and do something crazy. It move you in such a way, brothers. And sisters, you want to get out and be and doing something, change the lives and change change. The and change something, build something for the community. I mean, those speeches used to actually move me. I, I don't know about y'all. I'm, talking about this. I'm just talking about me. I'm going to just talk about me. Get me, man. You know, they're talking about the preachers, you know, the preachers being cool up here and, and, and give those people the whole thing and have them thrown all over. That that was a <laughs> that was some like nationalist holy ghost, if I, can, if I can label it that way. I'm telling you, those speeches, those for me from a brother who coming from the street, those speeches, man, it it did something to you, man. It did something to you. It it made you feel good about yourself, and it made you, like you say, man, you like you know what they say, make you stand perpendicular, man. You standing straight up, it's all crooked because you was a crook. I know I will. I'm talking about me, y'all. I can't talk about y'all. I don't know. About y'all. I was a damn crook, so I was. Crooked. So, I mean, I was leaned up straight. But those speeches and those lectures that they was talking, man, electrified, made me, made me go, not only go straight from being goddamn cool, but made me stand up and walk right. I'm telling you, man, I, 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 I love this. That's why I, say, well, I can give it that to the nation and tell uh, you, brothers and sisters, that they made it, they moved. Okay, brothers, I'm breaking up a little bit. Let me let me switch out. Right, I had known it was going to do that. Let me switch your mic fast, and no problem. But yeah, but we're going to get into some things right here today. Hey, let me cut this off. My bad, y'all. Let me see here. I go back to this mic. I hung my damn phone up while I'm trying to put my earpiece in and hung the phone up. Okay, but man, we got we got I got some things we're going to get into today. Right fast while I'm trying to call back into the show. Um, y'all, I know y'all have you. You can't you 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 can't uh, seen it, heard about it. Okay, I think I'm back in here. Let me over now. Let me see. There we go. 
There we go. Okay. There we go, y'all. I got that clear. Okay, here we go. Um I hope there's this 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 I hope there's better uh brother justice. Appreciate it. Thank you for letting me know I'm breaking up. I think that day somebody else might have said something too at the same time. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Breaking up. Yeah, I don't know, no man. I just okay, I don't know what the hell's going on. But I'm, I'm gonna use use my Bluetooth today. But anyway, right fast, y'all. And I'm gonna bring Brother Justice in the house. Uh, uh, Brother Justice in the house. Brother, uh, uh, Brother, um, the Rabbi Moray David Israel is in the house as well. Brother Alpha Male is off for tonight. Um, so yes, sir, he's gonna be in the house tonight. Um, and uh, it was something else I'm gonna say. I was, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll come back to that because I just want to get into this topic. This is some real stuff I really want to get into tonight. Uh, I'm gonna lay it out, brothers, and I'm gonna bring y'all in. Um, this Buffalo shooting. The Buffalo shooting. I know a lot of people, y'all, seen it. I didn't it, when it first happened. I didn't really get into it because I was like, "Well, here we go with this this ish again. Here we go with all of this this bullshitty one more again." Uh, something made me just go ahead and look into it and 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 you know just see what was going on. Now, here's something, my brothers and sisters. I, have y'all paid paid attention to this one? Now, I know a lot of people had – I hadn't heard nobody say this, mention it. Maybe they have. Maybe I hadn't heard it. Because, you know, you get a lot of these these black so-called leaders, these goddamn gatekeepers of the black community, right? I'm just going to – y'all got to say what it is. Y'all got to say it. They're having you focus on – and this is what you get. This, this is what they throw us off every time, brothers and sisters. Oh, we got some stuff tonight, brothers. We got some stuff. They throw us off every time with the word – white supremacy. Oh, when they start to say that word white supremacy, everything else seems to go out the damn door. We don't hear shit else. We don't hear shit else out the white supremacy. Okay. The reason I'm bringing that up is the Buffalo shooting. Have y'all paid attention to what they charged them with? Have y'all paid attention to that? Okay. Let's read. I'm asking is He's okay now. Let's go according to the report. According to the report, he shot ten people. Right? I mean, he murdered. He murdered ten people, but he injured, and he injured three more. So that's thirteen people, right? Just so happened to number thirteen. But we ain't gonna get into that right there. We're gonna leave that alone. <laughs> but he 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 he's supposed to murder ten people, and. Uh, injured three. So, what I'm asking you, have y'all noticed they only charge him with one count of murder? They only charge him with one count of first degree murder. Have y'all paid attention to that one? Have y'all paid attention to that? Besides the point they want to say they keep hollering, he was he did that out of hate, out of because he was a white supremacist. Pay attention to the freaking charge, brothers and sisters. With the only child, with one count. Now, if he murdered ten elderly people, majority of them they said was elderly. Why in the Jane Brown get down? Have they only charged him with one goddamn count of first degree murder? A single count. That's like he only killed one person. And they said I read it uh, the other day because I kept hearing it, but I was like, wait a minute, hold on. They, they got to be saying that wrong because I don't hear murders, murders with the S on it. I, I wasn't hearing the S on it, y'all, on the N, more than one, the plural form. I, I wasn't hearing it. I'm like, no, nah, maybe I just, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. Until the article popped up on the, the Huffington, not the Huffington Post, uh, 
what you call that goddamn thing, y'all? Uh, Daily Mail. And it said he's only saw charged with one a single count of murder. I said, whoa, okay, I was hearing this stuff right. I wasn't wrong. And they said that they charged him they for one count, that only that one count for all ten people. How in the hell did you charge him with one count of murder for all of those people, brothers and sisters? Hmm? And do you know anyway, just say, and, and, they're, and, and right now, they're still talking about, well, there's a possibility that we may charge him with a hate crime. There's a possibility. They still, that's, out, that's still out for debate right now. They ain't saying they gonna, they're going to do it, but they keep on throwing out that, it's, it, that it, it was fueled by uh, hatred. They keep saying that he was a white supremacist. So if you keep throwing that out and you keep putting it out to the media, what the hell is taking you so long to charge him with a hate goddamn crime? If that's what you keep telling us, that was his motive because it was hatred of black people. So what the hell is taking you so long with charging him with goddamn hate crime? Because you said, you don't, you don't need, see, listen, the way they charge you, a district attorney will charge you if they have probable cause. So y'all already, the, the, the media, and we don't say the media, have already laid out the probable cause. The probable cause, why he went to Buffalo, all the way to Buffalo, to kill those people because of his hatred for black people. That's what they're telling us. So that's, that's probable cause right there, y'all. We got, you got enough to charge his ass with. What you waiting on? But, oh, wait a minute, hold on. I got something for y'all. I got something for y'all. You know, the very people that's always hollering about um, this other particular party who's racist, because they're telling us, and I'm going to play a clip, they're telling us he was basically um, feud and inspired by the far right. and. There's something they're calling white replacement. Have y'all ever heard that one, brothers and sisters? Have y'all ever heard white replacement theology? Hmm? Now, there's something in what they call in the religion, in religion, they call it replacement theology. There's a such thing as like, you know, they're saying the Jews say or the Israelites saying that, well, the Christians are trying to replace uh, Israel. They're trying to, you know, they're trying to make everybody Christians. And then, you know, there's certain things in the religious field that goes with that. But now they're saying there's something else that came out of France. This theory, uh, uh, as they say, theory came out of France. It's called white replacement theology. And I said, we'll get into that. But the very people who saying that this guy who did the killing was in was fueled by the rhetoric and the theory of of white replacement theory. Uh, they said he was by the Republicans. Now, I, y'all know me, Brother Sunray. I always got to look up the po- po- uh, political affiliations when shit, certain shit happened. You know, that's just me, y'all. I got to do that because y'all, my thing. I always look at because certain things go with beliefs because of your. Uh, political affiliation in certain agendas now. But anyway, so everybody want to say the races and the white folks, are, I mean, the racist Republicans, right? So let me ask y'all this question. Why is it that that Democratic, huh? That Democratic uh, district attorney only charged him 
Because y'all know, oh, 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 oh. why? Because this racist, because, you know, he's a dude of far right. So that means he listened to the Republicans. I'm talking about the 18, 18-year-old who did the shooting, right? He, he listened to them racist-ass Republicans. So why is the Democratic attorney general, who's the one who indicted him, only charge him with one count of murder? Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know. Like they say in the church, I, I hope I got some. I got to hope I got a witness up in here. I hope somebody know what I'm talking about up in here. Y'all pay attention to that shit. And that's weird, ain't it? The people that we know historically, historically, who have been the racist party, the people, the party of the racist, the Democratic Party. Why in the hell? Number one, they charge him only with one count, and they have in charge. They're hesitating and waiting like a mother sucker to charge him with, um, as I was saying, with with with, uh, um, with a hate crime. Let me pull this up right fast before I play this clip. I got to I got to lay out the foundation brothers before and I let let the brothers come in. Now y'all remember the situation? Y'all remember this dude called Dylan Roof in Charleston, the Charleston church shooting? Y'all remember that situation? Hmm. Now y'all might say, "Well, Sun Ray, I don't, I don't know, brother. Man, maybe you know that 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 charge." But here we go. Dylan Roof went into that church in in 2015, and he shot up those black brothers and sisters, uh, elders in the church. He gunned down and shot down nine people who was in that church, parishioners, and in the church. Right? Check this out. Dylan Roof pled guilty to nine counts of murder three counts of attempted murder and weapon charges for the massacre in the Ebenezer church. Y'all hear what I said? He shot nine people. He shot those people and killed them. So how was he charged with nine counts? He was charged with every freaking count. For every person he shot, they charged his ass with every count. Even three counts of attempted murder. Those are the people that he probably didn't even kill. So here it goes again. My question again, how did he kill 10 people and only charged with one murder? He injured three but never had a, a, a three counts of attempted murder. I hope somebody get that. I hope somebody catch that, y'all. It's some bullshiggity. It's some bullshiggity. What, 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 somebody said, man, like Eric might have said, man, it's something more than beans in this soup. It's something more than beans in this soup. Because my brother Eric used to eat bean the bean soup. It's something more than beans in this goddamn soup. Yes, sir. It's something going on strange, y'all. Like Keith Sweat say, y'all, something, something just ain't right with this shit. It just ain't right, y'all. But let's, let, me, let, me, let me, I got to play this one right fast. I got to play this one right fast. Let's listen. And I got to go here. I got to go to the news that a lot of our so-called black brothers and sisters like to listen to. And that's CNN News. Yeah, CNN News. Uh-huh. I would say what people call that, but I ain't going to do that. Let's listen to what they're talking about. Let's listen to some of this bullshit right here. What they're talking about, replacement theology. Officials believe the gunman accused of the mass shooting in Buffalo was inspired by the the white replacement conspiracy theory. Now, this is a baseless belief that white people are being slowly but intentionally replaced by minorities and immigrants. 
The concept was once a fringe theory, but now it's embraced by many Republican lawmakers and Fox hosts. CNN Sunland Serfati explains. What was once a fringe white supremacist conspiracy theory has now become mainstream. We know what the Democrats are up to here. They want open borders. This is exactly their strategy. Uh, they want to replace the American electorate. With a growing number of Republican lawmakers now openly promoting the far-right so-called great replacement theory. For many Americans, what seems to be happening or what they believe right now is happening is uh, what appears to them is we're replacing national-born American, native-born Americans per to permanently transform the political landscape of this very nation. The racist anti-immigrant theory that says non-white immigrants are being brought to replace America's white population. This administration wants complete open borders and you have to ask yourself why. Is it really they want to remake the demographics of America? Democrat politicians who have decided that they can't win re-election in 2022 unless they bring in a large number of new voters to replace the voters that are already here. That's what this is about. The white nationalist conspiracy theory is detailed in French writer Renaud Camus' 2011 book called The Great Replacement. An element of replacement theory appear to have motivated some of the most heinous recent mass murders in the U.S. and around the world. Just this weekend, an 18-year-old man accused of shooting and killing 10 people in a predominantly black neighborhood in Buffalo, New York, allegedly wrote a manifesto online claiming ethnic and cultural replacement of whites. The gunman accused of killing more than 20 people at an El Paso Walmart in 2019 allegedly uploaded a document on the Internet before the shooting, saying, quote, this attack is a response to the Hispanic invasion of Texas. They are the instigators, not me. I am simply defending my country from cultural and ethnic replacement brought on by the invasion. The man, who allegedly killed 11 people at a Pittsburgh synagogue in 2018, spouted nonsense on social media about Jewish people being somehow responsible for immigrant, quote, invaders. And the shooter who killed 51 people at a mosque and Islamic center in Christchurch, New Zealand, named his own manifesto the Great Replacement. The theory has been amplified by voices on Fox News. I mean, everyone wants to make a racial issue out of it. Ooh, the you know, white replacement theory. No, no, no. This is a voting rights question. I have less political power because they're importing a brand new electorate. Why should I sit back and take that? And openly defended by name by sitting members of Congress. Thanks to someone so yeah. for that. And CNN has followed up with a few of those Republicans, for more clarification, we have not heard back. All right, Scott Jennings is a former special assistant to President George W. Bush and a CNN political commentator. Errol Lewis is also a CNN political commentator. Gentlemen, let me stop there. That's like nine minutes, and there's a lot, ooh, man, there's a lot to unpack with this, um, what they're calling white replacement theology. And, and let me say for the record here, let me say for the record, I am not here for the Sunray 9 and not here to um, take up, defend <laughs> with this Fox News, the Republican Party, the white folks party, now none of them goddamn party, or, or, or the, what, the, what you saw the white race, nothing. 
my point I'm bringing out is something for so-called melanated brothers and sisters, so-called blacks, so-called African-Americans, so-called Moors, whatever your nationality, whatever your ethnic or ethnicity we claim, the dark-skinned man and woman, or even, you know, whatever we come in many shades of brown, I said, I am here, just here tonight, just to enlighten you and former to you, to let you know, again, do not be caught up on freaking trigger words that's more and is, is deeper than you, again, because we get brought in everybody else's bullshiggity and be used as pawns, as some people say, scapegoats, all the time, all the freaking time. And this is this is no other. I mean, this is not uh, this is not you know like no other one. This is like all the other cases they do. And if y'all pay attention, when you really listen to that clip, y'all got to go and just look up white replacement theology. I sent it to a lot of the other brothers on here. And when they're talking about white replacement theology, you think that they're talking about because they're going to mention this buffalo thing. So you it have you thinking that they're just against what we call blacks or African Americans. No. If you understand white supremacy or, 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 or white supremacists, the Klan, what did they what did they say? I went to a, I, I went down into anti Klan rally when, years ago when they came to Memphis. And I was down there. And I've heard them using their speeches, and y'all probably heard it on the internet or whatever else. What do they say? See, we think that just they, they just hate black people, right? What do they say? We hate. Excuse my word, y'all, but I gotta say what they say. We hate niggers. We hate Jews or spicks. We hate faggots. That's what they say, y'all. We hate anything. Anything where they fear to, to, to use the terminology, you're not uh, white. And wait a minute. They said we hate Jews. Now, wait a minute, y'all. Y'all know they ain't talking about the Hebrew Israelites. No, when they say Jews, they're not talking about no goddamn what we call the black Hebrew Israelites. They're not talking about them. When they say Jews, y'all know who the hell we talking about. They're talking about them European, what they call European Jews. They're talking about them. They're talking about them. They hate Jews. And you look at them and like, well, shit, ain't they white? Ain't they white, too? What the fuck they tell me they hate them? You even go back and look up the history, a lot of history. This is why this thing is so deep, brothers and sisters, with the whole NAACP and always had been a correlation of Jews in America. When when Farrakhan them really, I had never read the book. When they talk about the secret relationship between the black and the Jews, that truly is a secret relationship between black and Jews. It truly is a secret relationship between black and Jews because there have been some inner workings with so-called blacks and Jews for a long time. You know, Dr. King, uh, he was with uh, one of the Rothschilds. I can't think of this dude's name. He was uh, out of Atlanta that was working with Dr. King, a European Jew. So in the NAACP, we know was started by so-called Jews. And they linked up with so-called black people to a part of the plight where the Jews were going through here in America and linked up with, you know, our struggle. It's always been a relationship in there. So even the Klan, even though we might look at them and say, well, they white and these European Jews are white, 
they can't stand their ass either as Jews. And notice now the Klan call themselves Christians. And there's a deeper understanding that goes with that between Christianity and what we call Judaism. So that's a deeper understanding. There's a big fight with that too. So it's a lot that, like I said, has to be unpacked. But even we go back to Charleston, South Carolina. Well, I think it was Charleston. I, I forget it, y'all. You'll pardon me if I... Uh, I like my, my brother LJ. I like how y'all said it. Uh, nation, God, and self. Uh, nation, God, and uh, Earth said. My bad, brother. You said pardon self. So pardon self, y'all. If I get some names wrong, I do sometimes. I forget these names. Uh, my my memory bank ain't like it used to be. So, but anyway, y'all remember in Charleston, but they had the tiki light candles things at time. All them Europeans was in there. That's the place where the, the, the so-called uh, white woman got ran over by that dude in that car at time. Y'all remember that one? But that first night, and they, there are some clips they play. But see, if you don't pay attention and listen with an attentive ear, you miss it. They'll say it, but they'll miss it. Cause they say, you, we will not be replaced. But you, they said, we will not be replaced. They planned them, got some tiki light candles. They'll play that saying what they're saying, we will not be replaced. See, they're saying we won't be replaced, but who they saying they will not be replaced by? You thinking, and they will have you thinking, they're talking about you white people being replaced by black people and maybe Hispanics. But no, at that that rally with the tiki light candles, I remember watching that shit, y'all, going over. I watched the video over and over and over. And they were saying we would not be replaced. And who they were saying they would not be replaced by? Jews. Jews. But the media are going to twist it when they play the clip. And they and they might have that in there. And they'll play it in there. But But see, but your mind... If I keep telling you these are white supremacists and they hate blacks, they hate blacks, they hate black, I can play that clip and they'll say Jews and you won't even catch it. Because what they, what's in your mind? You're thinking they talk about black people. Because this is how I, I, I already got your mind triggered because I'm talking about white supremacy. See, I got your mind already set. So you're not going to hear shit else because white supremacy is stuck in your mind. Yeah, them, them motherfuckers, they hate black folk, man. Fuck them, man. Fuck them mother. But they're not just talking about you. And even with this whole thing about white replacement theology, I'm gonna tell y'all something. I'm gonna let y'all in. I'm, I'm gonna let y'all in on a little secret. Can I let y'all in on a little secret? Because they talking about Tucker Carlson on Fox News. He's the one basically espousing uh, replacement white replacement theology. Well, y'all know what? I guess culture freedom has been uh, espousing white replacement theology. I guess we've been doing it too. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say brother Sunray have. I'm gonna say I have. Cause you know why? You know why I say that? I'm not saying that that's what I've been doing, but I'm gonna say because with Tucker Carlson and they actually just played a snippet in there inside their clip, right? We have been saying, and even brother Alpha Mill, we have been telling y'all, even and not just us, but they're when they're bringing in what he was talking about, he wasn't talking about they bringing in people to replace white people. He was talking about this voting thing because we already know who's the number one, the top or the majority of the people who vote for Democrats in this, in this country. Is it not black people? Don't we, don't we talk about this all the time on culture freedom? Yes, we do. So now they're bringing in, and what you're talking about, they're bringing in a new block, a new electoral people. Who's going to be, and this is what Tucker Carson was talking about, they're bringing in all of these immigrants to, bring, to have these numbers that go in their favor. 
Number one, because they were talking about they went to the shop of the mosque because George Soros, we know George Soros is what is supposed to be a liberal Jew, right? He's responsible for a lot of them people coming in as well, those big massive waves of migrants coming into America. But when they're saying that he, he they're saying that they, these immigrants are coming in to replace whites, that's not what they're talking about. Ain't nobody saying nothing about nobody coming in and replacing no white folks. Oh, and if we go that way, Let's talk about who's bringing people into America. Oh, let's do that right fast, y'all. I got to know I got to get Justin Datum in here, but I'm just trying to lay out some of y'all right fast because there's a lot that I really want to get into. Let's talk about who's bringing people in. Let's talk about who's bringing people into America, not just our Hispanic brothers and sisters down there at the border. Let's talk about who's bringing people into America. Uh, let's think about, okay, uh, uh, what's that group, y'all? Let me scratch in my head. I'm trying to think of some people. Oh, the fucking Taliban. Who brought the Taliban to America? Hmm? Some of them in Tennessee. Who brought an airplane? They, they, they were so much in a hurry to get the tele- some of the Taliban people out of, out of Af- Afghanistan, they left some of the, their own American uh, citizens over there. Uh, I think the guy named was, uh, I think the president that I'm talking about, I'm thinking about, I think his name is Joe Biden. I think that's the guy. Brought them, brought the Taliban to America. And also, if I'm not, my memory served me again correctly, I think he's been bringing in some people from the Ukraine. Huh? They've been bringing in the Ukrainians to America. Oh, not only have they been bringing them to America, haven't they been giving them jobs? Huh? They've been setting them up with free houses, jobs. You got homeless veterans that are sleeping on the streets all over goddamn America. They have fought in, 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 in the Gulf Wars, one, two, and three, and four, and however many more goddamn wars they were. But they can't get no goddamn help from the government. But you bring these people in here, oh, they got, they got, they got it, y'all. Well, they actually got airplanes. Show with Joe Biden administration. I'm going to say his administration because we know he ain't flying no plane. The motherfucker can't even walk off the plane without falling himself. But that's another whole story. But anyway, they showed what they're bringing in people by airplane. They bringing people in by the airplane. But when those black brothers, when those brothers and sisters from Haiti started to try to come to America, what did they do? They got them on them planes and flew them the fuck up out of here. But they bringing in all these other, maybe you know, Latinos and other these Hispanic people and whoever else, they bringing them to America. So we want to talk about replacement. Who's really, if we want to talk about who's really trying to replace who, y'all better talk about your motherfucking dirt-ass Democrats that's over there, the one doing it, because they're the one bringing these people in. They are the ones who's doing it. They bring it in, you know, but, you know, it's a game. What it, it's, it's this whole big psychological game that they're stirring the pot to mess people's minds up. And our brothers and sisters, sure enough, you. Like, and my thing is, again, if, if the Democrats give a damn about y'all, why haven't that Democratic goddamn district attorney that's in Buffalo charged this dude Number one, just not just a hate crime. Why in the hell did he only give him one freaking count of murder? And don't y'all know when you go in, they charge you. They can charge you with the highest crime, or highest degree, right? They can charge you with first degree. They can get knocked down to either uh, second degree murder, and, and in certain cases, they can knock the shit down to manslaughter. So just say if they charge you with four and five 
four and five charges. So right now, this is a, you know, we don't know if this might happen, but if they just charge him with one count of murder, what if he go to a jury and they say we find him, you know, no count? He have nothing else to go against that. You know how they might charge you? Well, I found you with uh, two counts of murder, one count of uh, um, uh, attempt to murder. And they might say, well, we didn't find him guilty on first-degree murder, but he, um, we got him on the other. He might have like four charges. On the top, when it's first-degree murder, they might find him say he's not guilty. But they, they can they get him and they charge and found him guilty on something else, Some the other three. But right now, as it stands, he only got one fucking charge. What if they say, well, he's not guilty? He only got, they say, well, he's not guilty. With, they can't say on all charges because they only got but one. Mm. So do y'all got to pay the attention again? Ain't nobody saying shit. I, I seen Al Shopping permed out ass up there. They ain't saying shit. But why, they, they ain't screaming, well, why? He's only charged with one count of murder. Just as you always said, watch the whitewash. Was the whitewash mm-hmm. on that one? But y'all come on in here, brothers. It's come on in here, man. But we gonna get it. I got. We gonna go in tonight, man. We got some shit tonight. Got to talk about, brother. All right. Peace and blessings. Um. Yeah. Happy Malcolm X Day weekend celebration. Born May nineteenth, nineteen twenty-five. I think that Malcolm X was probably one of the most brilliant black men of the 20th century. Yes, sir. And I don't know how far we want to go into Malcolm, but I'm just, you know, I say may peace always be upon Malcolm X. And so, you know, there's a few things that you were saying that I'm going to touch on. Of course, because you laid out a whole two or three plates and stuff, and who, who can eat three plates of food? Like really, like how are you gonna put all the all that on the on the table and on the plate? Like somewhere. So, at any rate, just load it up. A person, clear it a, person with un- a person with understanding can do that, brother. All right, I'm gonna eat. See, this this, eat this, this is these, what we saying. This. Let me say it right. Let me let me just give you right back. See, I'm I'm going from a page from my brothers over there, the Nation of Gods and Earth. It says it's time to do the knowledge. So the thing here is what I'm saying by doing the knowledge, I threw out some things, and we want to know how you do the knowledge to it, how what you see is, my brother, I'm learning from some things from my good brother LJ. I'm learning a little bit. LJ, I can't lay it out like you do it now, but I can can kind of give him a little bit. So we got to do the knowledge is that with the things that they're saying, you you know how I looked into it, and I did the knowledge to, okay, well, how come this, this is what we're trying to do? What's the, have you, have you done the knowledge and you looked at how was your perspective on what's going on? So this is what this is, how you do the knowledge on the things that's going on. So however you, whatever you took out of what I threw out, or you got something different, do the knowledge on it. All right. I appreciate it. And um, I just want to, really quickly say that you are a fine host and that you have a exceptional way of bringing things to the table and you provide us a privilege that we can't get other places. So I want to thank you. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate it. All right. So don't just trying to do the job, doing my job, brother. That's all. 
I want to say about the Buffalo shooter. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Sorry, You about to say something? No, 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 no. no, no. I, I'm gonna. I gotta find something. I'm just wait. It's your turn, brother. I just gotta find something. All right. Okay. All right. So we are still in a mental slavery that we can't seem to get out of. It is most similar to having a chain on your brain. So in all the incidents that happen when a person takes it upon himself to go out and take a few weapons with them and shoot a bunch of people however they feel like they want to do. That mental chain that's on our brain has to put color in it, has to put race and make it just absolute. And we, we're not recognizing that it's continuing to keep us further in that mental slavery that we are in by not being able to see that in a society of 333 million people or so that occasionally a few people are going to act up and you cannot, um, You cannot put a whole race of people into something that somebody did, and now that race that that person came from is so bad. And then two weeks ago, we forget that there was this mass shooter from Philly who lived in Ohio, too, or somewhere, uh, Milwaukee, somewhere, and then he drove to New York and got on the train, on the subway, and pulled out a smoke bomb and then started shooting the people that were on the train with him. Now, what if, okay, because he was black and the majority of the people he shot was white, said, oh, black people are the boogeyman now because this one person out of 40 million black people did something heinous, something that all those other 40 million black people don't agree that he should have did that. But we're going to get looked at and lumped into the whole thing. One person is going to make us all look bad. White shooter, this uh, Peyton dude, he did something However, he was raised or the neighborhood he grew up in or whoever he hung out with filled up his head with something that made him do something that all his other friends didn't do. There's no other big groups that did anything. There's no whole lot of uh, militia that went and shot up a whole, you know, school or something. This was one person. This was you, you. How are we saying, oh, um, he was a white supremacist. He has no power. He didn't 
just because he's white and he shot black people, he's just a nut job. It doesn't make him a white supremacist. A white supremacist are the ones that run the world, that control and govern all the things that, you know, is kind of what we do. This dude was a lone dude who was a young dude who was misguided, who had ill intentions because of what's going on in his head, just as well as the black guy from Philly who did what he did. I don't. We don't know what's going on in their heads. We don't know how they came up to the idea that they're going to take guns somewhere and pull them out and shoot innocent people. But we cannot justify it or we cannot lump everybody into a same boat and say they're all bad. They're all racist. They're all white supremacists. The white supremacists did this. They didn't I didn't see any white supremacists do anything. This was one dude, Dylan Roof, one dude. Who did something with him? Or with his friends? What did they do? Nothing. One person. You got people who are gonna flip out, people who not rap too tight, people who get involved in the wrong kind of mentoring from people who don't have the right intention or they're just misguided themselves and they're leading someone else astray. And to me, in our society where here in America that we have not learned to unleash that chain on our brain that says white supremacy, all white people did this, or white people this, all white people that. We never take time out to say that person did this. A few of those are this way. Half of those people are like that. Some of these people are like this. But we can't say all of these people are like that. It's unfair. It's not right, neither for black people or for white people or any other people. It's not fair, and it's not true, and it's not correct. And it doesn't hold water. But if you got a chain on your brain, you will put that in the forefront and you will make it a mental thing where you can't escape it because now the rest of everybody else has been taught to think the same way. Where you can't outthink or overthink or overstand what we're really looking at here. We're looking at a lone wolf. We're not looking at a, a group of supremacists. Now, let's move down to where he got his idea. He got his idea, the Buffalo shooter, whose name is Peyton something, got his idea from hearing Tucker Carson on Fox News say over 400 times. Now, maybe the shooter heard him say it. I give him the benefit of the doubt half of the time. So Tucker Carson over the last two years have been saying replacement theory, white replacement theory 
this has been something mm. that Tucker Carson has developed a long time ago to suggest that people coming from other or outside the country are going to come in and replace them as or their jobs and different things to take, you know, take over the, mainly the jobs, economics. So this is where he gets his idea. And he says that in his manifesto, whether his, his, on his um, web page or whatever it was, he said that he, he, uh, he got that from Tucker on, on Fox over and over again. So I'm going to say he heard him say it 200 times. Um, they fact check how many times for said white replacement theory and, and not just saying that, but having a whole thing behind it where how he feels about it and what he thinks and how you should be upset or is this isn't right and whatever, how it was. Right. So the white boy, ate that up because the white boy looked up to Tucker Carson as a mentor in a sense, as at least, at least on TV where he watched that news and he looks at him like, well, he looks like me in a sense, you know, like a white guy and, you know, he thinks like this and I'm going to think like him and he's starting to think like him. And then he's getting upset about it. He say, well, you know, how Tark Carson with Tucker, you know, how he talks and he'll, get up on the he'll get you he'll get you a little upset sometimes or you know as far as how he's delivering what he's saying and he's trying to like um pull your your heartstrings and stuff so he probably pulled his heartstrings several times so if he heard him a hundred times say white replacement theory and have something behind it or if he heard him say it 50 times and Carson has said it Carlson have said it over 400 times <clears throat> but if he said if he heard him say it 25 times it might just be enough for him uh, to to uh, have some kind of thing in his head where he's going to get strike out as somebody because he's saying that someone's taking over our jobs or they're going to you know whatever however it was going down so and if uh, if you will that clip you played with CNN and they were kind of breaking mm-hmm. it down about what white replacement theory is. And so on both sides of the political field, you're looking at different measures of importing uh, white or, or someone, let's just say someone who could classify as white once they got here. So both parties or people in those parties who know that the white decline has has met a, a certain mark where they are very, you know, like aware that their numbers have dwindled and they haven't really, um, <clears throat> they haven't really picked up much in, in actually, you know, like they kind of slipped. So they can see their numbers going down and they want to import people in. So the Democrats, like uh, you said, are going about it about, okay, we're going to get these uh, 
this is their way of doing it. Okay, we're going to get the uh, the Taliban in here. Okay, but that's the wrong kind really to be bringing in because you know you, they got a whole I- ideology and Islam and how they think and you know they was blowing things up. You don't know what they might do. You bringing terrorists here? What's going on? Like, why would you bring in some Taliban into America? This is the one thing we was trying to keep out of America. We didn't want no Taliban in no America. Now you got them living all in these different states, man. And what if they just come up with a plan and say, all right, we're going to take over America? Or we're going to, you know, cause some havoc here in this country? They could do it because they speak the same language. They could get on the internet or however, contact each other and come up with a plan and do something to strike back at us because they still might be mad at us for being in Afghanistan for all of those years and, and making their life the way it's all messed up right now. It wouldn't even been all messed up as it is if probably America never went over there. So the Republicans, <laughs> yeah. Republican strategy is, is, is really, it is to, it really is to get white fleshed people from any other place. I mean, they don't care where they come from. They just want the white flesh over here where they can um, be a U.S. citizen, be able to vote and, and and on the census, classify as a white person in America or a white, you know, yeah, a white in America. Like you have black on your census, you black American, or you're a white American. They got that right on the census, and they want you to mark white if you, you know, if you could pass. So hold on, that's what hold that, on. they get the Mexicans well, in here. Go ahead. So, oh, what, man, hold on, because you just said something. Because that's something I have to stop you because I need to clarify. That's good. That's good. So that's good. you said that the Republicans want these white faces here. Is that not what you just said, my brother? They both do secretly because they know that their numbers are just diminishing. They got to get them here one way or another. So Joe Biden is willing to bring in some brown white people from Afghanistan to pass the white enough over because they hair straight enough and they, you know, bones, they, they, you know, they look more closer to white than black. So he figured, okay, we, we'll get the Afghans in here. We get, we can do a real good one. We get a million of them in here. And that, that helps the white race. Anything you okay. do to bring white people that are going to classify as white here helps white people and keep their numbers more up. Okay. Let me, let me challenge your theory right fast. Cause mm-hmm. the white races, because, okay, you said both of them do, right? Mm-hmm. So why did Donald Trump say, why did Donald Trump say, shut the goddamn front door? Like my grandmama said, shut the front door. That was an alternative curse word. Mm-hmm. Why did he say, like my brother said, build a damn wall, build a wall, don't let nobody in here, uh, shut down the borders, not even people from Europe, don't even come in here. If it was both both political parties wanted the people to come here, why did Trump ban put a, a travel ban from letting people come into America if both of them wanted these white faces in here. He, he, he shut oh. down even people from Europe coming in here. So how – I don't – now, I'm, I'm kind of lost now when you say that because he, he put travel bans right. on them people coming the truth, in here. The truth, the truth is that he wanted people from white countries here only. The only ones he wanted to import here was from white countries, like Poland, he said, or Scandinavia, they, he said. He wanted the whitest of the white. But, uh, he, but did they I come? I don't know, but 
but but that's what no, he we would rather but have. They did not come, and he would try to get them. I don't know. He got some whites here. He probably got his from Russia. But okay, but but break, but but show us. We need some receipts now. We don't want to just. We don't want that. Cause we can we can show and prove now where uh, these other these Democrats have bringing in people. Now, just because you say, well, I would rather prefer these people, rather saying you prefer and bringing in, that's two different things. I can say I want a fucking million dollars, but I ain't no motherfucker going to give me no, I ain't got it yet. I can say whatever I want, but do I have? I don't have it. I'm not, I, I ain't got it. So just, I remember them him saying that, but do, do we see anywhere where he was bringing in those people like we're seeing. And then as another question, you mentioned you, because you, 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 you <laughs> I hate to tell you, brother, I love you, but I hate to tell you, you repeated the same lie that CNN and them put out. And I really said it, but I got, I got to ask you this. Have you ever listened to Tucker Carson? You regurgitated one of the vi- you were you regurgitated a video word for word that I've heard from these liberal. Uh, I've been listening to him all day. You regurgitated uh, a, a clipping word almost. I'm just saying almost word for word because you said they counted the lies. They counted with Tucker Carr. I mean, I I thought I was playing the clip when you were talking. Okay, so yeah, have you heard him in his entirety? Not a soundbite, because I've watched his shows and some things he was saying. Not only just him, but some several others. There's a judge on there. I can't think of her name right now. Did, have you ever really listened to him in, 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 his, in his entirety and listened to what he was saying? Well, yeah, because I'm forced to. When yeah. I listen, yeah, when I listen to Pastor Guy, I listen to him almost every day. And so he plays Tucker Carlson every day, and he no, he don't. He, he plays he plays sound bites. I just asked you, have yeah, you ever listened to him plays in his entirety? Clip. Not a sound bite. Pastor guy only be on sometime an hour, so he plays sound bites. Have you ever? Sound, yeah, but uh, what's he playing call be on an hour? Be no, he be on about an hour. Tucker Carlson be on about an hour. I'm talking. About, have you ever went to Fox and just watched one of his shows? I ha I have I've watched I have um yeah, I do watch like the uh clips on um on my YouTube channel of Tucker on what he says. So sometimes I'll watch just to see what he's saying. Okay, and and uh Master, cause we're trying to do we're doing the knowledge. We're doing the knowledge. That's all I'm not trying to challenge him, we're just doing the knowledge. You know, I'm brother God's and earth say we're doing the knowledge. We want to make yeah. sure we get some clear. I've heard him say so, replacement white replacement their their theory on over and over again myself too. He did. He actually say white. I don't know because I don't listen to him. I don't listen to him faithfully like that. So I don't, I can't say he had. So I've, I've heard some things he said. So did he actually say the word white replacement? No, I don't know for sure because I said it. The only reason I added white is because you said white to begin with. So I threw white in there. Now it just could be replacement theory. And it might just be replacement he, theory. He, see what he's doing. See, that's what I'm saying. You have to listen. We have to start doing the knowledge and doing, I'm, I'm using this term, term tonight, doing the knowledge. We have to start doing this for ourselves. So we listen to you. We listen to you. You go and listen to these. That's why I'm asking you, have you ever listened to it? I have. What he said again, when he mentioned the word replacement, 
again, as he was talking about, like I said, well, that's why I said culture freedom, we have been replaced. If they want to say that then, we have been espousing white replacement theology then because we have been on here and we have talked about how they have they are bringing in all of these immigrants to um, add on to the numbers for the Democratic Party. So I guess we, with that then, since we are saying we're we're espousing white replacement theology without even saying white replacement but theology. It, it's not it's not about the party. It's about white. It's about the the survival of white people. So no, it's not really about, brother. No, it really that's is. what. See, I'm, I'm I'm trying to give you the basis, brother. I'm trying to give you the meat. That's what when you go and listen to what Tucker and even in the list soundbite clip they play, brother, it don't even match what they telling you. He actually says it, and I can I can pull up a clip. Oh, I might play one. I can pull this clip up, and and you can hear him talking about. He didn't say nothing about white people are being replaced. He's talking about the political numbers that, because he's talking about the electoral college. By bringing people in, just say in, in California, I don't know, if you got the numbers, they would be able to, you bring all of these people in, and you, you will have more numbers from this electoral college that's going to go with the Democrats than probably uh, this other state. Who's going to go with the liberals? So you 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 stack the deck, and this is what's being said. They're trying to stack the deck where they will continue to keep winning these elections. As far as the Democrats, I, I hear you because they're you know, by them no. bringing in these immigrants. Mm-hmm. This is what they are doing because you know you you right. see them people at the border had all them goddamn Joe Biden t-shirts on, didn't it? And said he told us to come in. He told us to come to America. They had all them Joe Biden t-shirts on. All them immigrants was coming from El Salvador. Uh, what was that? Uh, uh, the Panama. What the fuck they been doing with a uh, uh, Joe Biden T-shirts on for? Because some Republicans gave it to him on the way. Wow. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. I tell you the truth. <laughs> Let me see. Can I play? I don't know. Cause I ain't got my thing. Let me see. Can I play? Let me see if it's gonna work. I gotta <laughs> play, play the other right fast. She gonna go in here. Here's another woman. I can't stand her ass. Uh, racial. There we go. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, just saying. Let me see. I'm trying to play Rachel Maddox, which I can't stand her. I got to open my mic. That's what it is. Let me delete this. This is what you might call an ongoing problem. I mean, pick your decade. Pick your Pick your degree of notoriety or obscurity. The same thing over and over and over again from the far right in the United States. Swings back and forth from terroristic violence to electoral politics to fantasies about racial purity to conspiracies to disgust for democracy and a desire to take and hold power by force, by force of arms, instead of through our democratic force of government. This is a recurring a justification and a call for violence based on this insane paradigm fantasy that white people are an endangered species as long as there are not white people around. And any change in the ratio of white people to other people is a sure sign that the global plot to eliminate white race is approaching its goal. And so white people need to buy guns and stand up and take our country back and make it great again, because otherwise it's white people being replaced. And this weekend, it was 10 people killed in Buffalo, almost all of them elderly African-Americans, and the shooter 
gun with the N-word and the 14-word slogan. And he posted his online manifesto about how white people are endangered. They're being replaced. In August 2019, it was the shooting that killed 23 people, mostly Latinos, at a Walmart in El Paso, Texas. And in that case, that guy too posted his online manifesto about white people are so endangered. And I'm really, and I'm here, I'm really tripping out. I don't even writing these big ass essays and shit talking about going to go kill people. The other dude at Buffalo, they say he had a 180-page goddamn manifesto. A 180-page, and this dude was crazy. You motherfucking crazy. You can sit there and write a 180-page. I hadn't read. I hadn't wrote a a two-line letter in a long fucking time. I hadn't tried to write a letter. This motherfucker wrote a 180-pages manifesto. Come on, y'all. Come on. But let's get to it. Let's get how they're being replaced. And before that, it was. Killing in the synagogue in Poway, California, where the killer also posted his online about how people are endangered, how they're being replaced. For that, it was March 2019. It was the guy in Christchurch, New Zealand, who killed 51 people in different months, though, about how white people are and how they're being replaced. And before that, it was October 2018. It was 11 people at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The shooter posted all over right-wing social media sites about how white people are so endangered, about how they're being replaced. That August 2017. That one there that they showed talking about, on that video, that was the Pittsburgh shooting. Suspect rallied against Jews on site used by alt-right uh, that are alt-right. Now, Jews. Now, they talk about Jews. Now, we know who he talking about. They, he didn't go and shoot up no camp. He didn't go, he didn't go to New York. He didn't shoot up ISUPK. And I'm you breaking up again. Damn, because I'm on this microphone because I got to I got to use this mic because it won't while I'm playing this up, so it's gonna probably break up. Okay. Uh, I'm back breaking the mic. But they didn't shoot up I ISUPK. They didn't shoot up IPK. They weren't talking about when they using Jews. We know talk European Jews. We say white. We say them the white Jews. So why if in the Muslims they're not black Muslims? They didn't shoot the nation of Israel. Why are they attacking if if they're figuring that white people figuring that non whites are trying to replace them? Why are they killing European Jews? Why are they killing the, the Muslims? They these are not black Jews life, and these are not black nation of Islam Muslims. Why are they attacking them? If they fear that they're being replaced, why are they attacking them? Let's keep on going. Because right. their skin is white. It's just like when they get. It's just like when a cop sees the white dude but, but, with the on. gun. Aren't the Jews white? The Jews call white. Yeah, they are, but you know they're classified as like a religion. You know, like the Jewish religion. We see those I'm, I'm gonna finish the playing. Jews we don't see themselves as white. They kind of like say they're not. They're not a color. They're just like a religion. Oh, we, and then like, other white people might see them um, as like a Jewish religious group too. But they can see that their flesh is white. So it's almost confusing when you know that someone's white, but then they won't accept the color the color uh, classification. They're just saying we're Jewish. Just hold that. We're going to come back to you. I want to play his other part. Right? I ain't going to play politics. And before that, it was August 2017. Very fine. Now, check this out. She's going to play the part. This is the part of the 
tiki light candles. Now, check this out. People, the former president talked about March, which is Charlottesville, Virginia, show force a white male face to the cameras as they marched about how white people are so endangered, how white people are being replaced. You will not replace us. Jews will not replace us. Uh, you heard what she just said? When you hear this, they will have you would not be replaced like they talking about black folks. Right. You would think that was against black people. What what they say? How white they people are being re- replaced. She said replaced, and then who did she say? Jews replaced. You will not replace us. Yep. Jews will not replace us. Yep. It is not a concept. It's not even a pretext, a new justification for violent racist terrorism. It has long so. It is right now being newly popular, newly mainstreamed by the biggest names in conservative media and even by the leadership of the Republican Party in Congress. But it is an old idea. It's an old and stupid idea. It is an old and stupid and dangerous idea. Old, stupid, and dangerous and evil. So because the reason these oh, white men keep killing black people and Jews and Latinos in the largest number they can. And it is not just they believe in this ideology and, in, and are inspired by it. They are. That's what's keeping them all people. Beyond that, they keep doing this. So it's not only black people that they're killing. What did she say? She say? She said that they're killing whom? They're killing Jews. They're killing Muslims. They're killing everybody besides just black people. So when we, when we hear the word white supremacy, we only think they're attacking blacks. According to the media, have you thinking that's what the hell it is? Because you think racism, white supremacy, we think is an all-out attack on black people. And then they're going to use Buffalo as the poster for them saying they're killing black people. It's an attack on black people. When white supremacy, really real white racist white supremacy, again, they don't like who? They don't like Jews. They don't like goddamn gays. Whether you white, black, turquoise, yellow, green, they don't like it. They don't like they don't like the Muslims. It's just. And we look at the Jews and, and even the Israelites. Ask, ask some of the black, some of the brothers over there, the Israelites, the black, what we call the black Hebrew Israelites. Ask them who's the real Jew. They're goddamn European. Them white Jews ain't no real Jews. Now, they was hear up and say, them European Jews, them white Jews. But white people, like, wait, no, nah, motherfuck them. We don't fuck with them. The, the, the racist redneck white boy down in the southern Mississippi, the tobacco, tobacco chewing motherfuckers, say, hey, we can't stand them motherfucking Jews. That's why in Mississippi, when they came up missing, that Jew and them people down at the church came up missing down and fucking around in Mississippi at that time because they don't they can't stand Jews. So I'm here again, and I'm here. I heard Dave in here. We got to stop being suckered in as so-called black people and making think about letting them use us as pawns of being a poster for a lot of shit that really. Ain't just all about us. Not saying that racism thing is not happening, but with that whole this situation that Justin, you was kind of saying, you know, dude might have just been. We don't know what the fuck dude we're talking about. But the whole point they're using, 
because it was factual stuff that I listened to Tucker Carlson. He was not talking about white people being replaced. Oh, for a matter of fact, and he was talking about the jobs. I guess I guess Donald Trump was Donald Trump was saying the Mexicans were going to replace us as a black people then because he said in a in a in a speech that he was saying you know the black community is already you know as they say and we a lot of black people say it we have limited resources right in our community. And he's saying that the Democrats are bringing all of these people into America, and they are already put them in, into black community where the, where the resources are limited. And now we are got a struggle as black people with the Hispanic people and all the other people that they're bringing into the community. Donald Trump said that shit. So I guess he was telling us as black people the Mexicans are replacing us. And if y'all know that there have been some things that have been put out that actually been said in at least 2030 that the Hispanic population is going to be the majority in this country. That's been said. And if, and you look at it with what the with Biden them and all them doing, that shit is coming to fruition. It's coming to play. So, I mean, if when somebody tells the truth, it's just the truth. But you're going to have a person who when they don't want you to really wake up to see the truth, they're going to spin it. A person always going to spin it. They can say some truth. I can spin this shit. If I don't like it, I don't want y'all to know the truth. I spin what they said. Just as you tell the truth, I spin it what they said. If Brother LJ tells the truth, I fuck around and spin the truth that he's saying because I don't want y'all to know this truth. I twist that shit because I don't want y'all to know this. I don't want y'all to know this. I want y'all to be, as Dr. York said, uh, uh, had a book out. He said, uh, Breaking the Spell on Blacks. Breaking the Spell on Blacks. How we, he was trying to, you know, the teaching with Brian to break the, break the spell on black people. But they're constantly, he said, we was under a hypnotic state. We were under hypnosis. And you listen to our brother, brother, uh, may the peace of blessing be upon his soul, brother Delvin Blair. He always said that we was in a comatose state. So people were always trying to wake up with us from under the spell or the comatose state. If they are keeping us trying to be spellbind by words, words will put your ass under a spell if you use it. Like people say, I'm putting you, I, I'm, I'm using curse words to curse you, you know, listen to that witchcraft. I curse you with the words I use. So they're keeping us under a spell by using certain word terminologies. And we got to wake up, brothers and sisters, understand this shit is bigger than that. Like Nino Brown said, this shit bigger than me. This shit is bigger than that. We got to really stop being used as pawns. And that's, and I right, go ahead, Dave. This shit is crazy, man. Ain't nobody teaching no goddamn white folk being replaced. Now, they believe that. They just, they just some dumbasses they sell. But they got to It's not that they're being replaced. It's that the numbers are dwindling. They haven't produced. Since uh, I forgot the numbers, but I sent you that earlier this week. Uh, since this report came out in 2020, that suggested that white people have not um, have improved on the numbers; that their population has declined somewhat. Well, they need to get the screwing then. Goddamn it, that's all it is. Could happen. <laughs> well, I don't know. They have, I don't know how much abortion they have. They need to goddamn it. Well, that's true too. They 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 birth rate is low, but e- even Elon Musk said that that when you see when you see uh, a society stop having children, that society, that society is doomed. So even Elon Musk said that shit. 
Go ahead, Chief. Well, hey, hey, Sloan, 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 Chief Rabbi uh, DeMore, Rabbi David Israel, Jemai Israel, or the Nala, Hainu, or the Nala, like Sal Baraka, Tata, Nala, Hainu, Malam, Shalom. I would like to give all honor, all glory to Yah, Elohim, Yahweh, for this, for this Shabbat, uh, for the Shabbat that's going to go in from tonight till tomorrow. I would like to um, give a shout out to Culture Freedom Radio tonight. You know, uh, Morel, uh, yeah, you're kicking it like always, brother. And um, I would like to give a shout out to Liberation Tabernacle Ministry. Um, and um, I would like to give shout outs to. Live Vibes Radio and every other network that's on the Culture and Radio Network. And uh, I'd like to give y'all Shabbat Shalom and peace, peace. Now, um, now um, there's a scripture I want to get out. All right, there's a scripture. It's uh, Isaiah 29 and 4. It says, And thou shalt be brought down and shalt speak out of the ground. And thy speech shall be brought low out of the dust, and thy voice shall be as of one that hath a familiar spirit out of the ground, and thy speech shall whisper out of the dust. All right, now, the reason why I brought that out, now the first part says, and thou shall be brought down low, and shall speak out of the ground. And thy speech shall be low out of the dust. So the reason why, you know, when you're looking at, you know, especially so-called white American, white folks now, me, you, more rare, uh, you know, my granddaddy, people's from Alabama. Uh, people in North Carolina, and I'm here in VA, and I'm in, I was born and raised in the country. So I consider myself a southerner. Now, what you were saying earlier about the KKK, how they hate, you know, white the white Jewish people. Now, that's something that I will bear witness to, and I'm glad you brought that up, brother. You know, now, when it comes time for a lot of, you know, especially, you know, the so-called what we call, what me and you would call the straw hat wearing white man, <laughs> or, you know, as the ones we know, you know, the yeah. ones we know that, like you were saying, that Mississippi, Alabama, Carolina white got them old school, you know, get her done, you know, and yes, the cable tie. <laughs> you know, now, I, I'm, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. I'm glad you brought that up about them hating white Jewish people. Now, when it comes time for a lot of, you know, those so-called white folks, now, and and this is real talk, Moray, Aria, what you were just saying about the numbers being low, and, and I'm being serious with you, and and this is real talk. In the mountains of Virginia, right, and I've been all up in the mountains before, 
the numbers, like you were saying, so low that you know, even the the KKK straw hat wearing white men that we know of, they they okay, they will make with their own nieces and their own daughters. This is how, like, and I've seen it, and it, it's scary. Like, I call them the hills have eyes type white folks. Now, yeah. <laughs> now, when we, even when we looking at those type white folks that say they hate white Jewish people. Now, one thing I've noticed, and, and this has been, you know, something I've always spoke of, and we talked about this uh, last Shabbat, I want to say, how even when you're looking at us linking up with white, like with white people, I'm going to tell you something. A lot of those white folks that we put down in the South, they will, they, when, when you're talking about they hate, you know, only the white Jewish people, you're correct on that. Now, they might hate us to some extent, but I'm going to tell you something. When it comes time for a lot of this, when they say they're being replaced, those white guys that they're talking about ain't really, ain't, you know, they're not really, they're not really even, uh, like, talking about it. Like, they're not, like, when I say ain't talking about it, the, the white guy that you saw that shot up all those people in Buffalo, he was a patsy. See, the straw hat wearing white man that we know of from the South, I'm going to tell you something. They ain't worried about all that. Like the old Damn. school shotgun white guy, they ain't worried yes, about that shit. They ain't worried about that. So when they, the image that they pushing on TV, those white guys that you see, like when you say the Dylan Roos, these are passions. They're not even real. They're not real. They, they they make them they make the, the old school country what do you call the gear done white boys that we know of, they they giving them a fucked up image. Because I'm gonna tell you I had to give you that one. I had to give you that one. My bad, bro. God damn. Uh, no, I do no, approve of that line. Thank you. But look, morality. I'm going to tell you something. They're not worried about that. Those white, the Dylan, even when you're looking at, like, the Dylan Roof, and you're looking at that, these two white boys that so-called did this because you saying that they said it's a replacement thing going on. I'm going to tell you something. Just, just check this out. Follow me with them, this, them being patsy. Yes, okay, sir. now you look at the gun that Dylan Roof had. Just look it up. What kind of gun did he have? He didn't have one of those, you know, that 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 shoot 'em up boys in the hood, you know, military artillery type gun that will, you know, that will bust that will bust a bunch of, you know, bullets out. This dude had a tray pound. When I say a train pound, he had a damn handgun. Now, my brother, his daddy, Geach, I've been down there to South Carolina. I've actually 
been past that that church that they said Hillary shot up. That guy, mm-hmm. the, the 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 preacher that they say he shot up, the Clemenza Pinkney guy. Let me tell you something. He he was so up there. He had security. He had security at that church. So if Dylan Roof really shot shot that shit up with that little gun that they said that they had, one of them big ass Geechee motherfuckers in that church would have toppled that little white motherfucker down. They had security in that motherfucker. That was a that was a inside job. Same thing with that white boy that shot up that shit in Buffalo. You tell me all them niggas in that store and ain't nobody can tackle his little ass down? Come on now, man. <laughs> I, I ain't trying to hear that. That that was that was a a a a, a planned patsy bullshit. Them real country white men, they ain't doing that shit. They ain't they them, them shotgun country white boys. They still busting out Remingtons. Them little Remington pop pop damn Christmas story guns. That that's some shit that they doing. They ain't busting this shit off like that. Them white guys like they get off my property. Oh, they, they, they ain't got no ammo. They if they do got no ammo, if they wanted to, they would have done it. But they ain't doing it. They ain't worried about that shit. That's some bullshit. Mm. Don't follow that. Hey, that Chief. white boy in Buffalo. Yeah. Chiefs, I was just doing some research right. and came up with the weapon that Dylan Roof used to kill the nine people. And the, according to what it says here, that he used a Glock 41, 45 caliber handgun. Now, now let, let me see. Let, let me look that up. Clock, what, what, uh, I'm, I'm going to look that gun up real quick. Clock, what? A Glock 41, 45 caliber handgun. Uh, 45 caliber. So Glock 41, 45 caliber handgun. Let me, let me look that up. Cause trust mm-hmm. me, I don't really deal with guns. I deal with swords and shit. Okay, mm-hmm. that little motherfucking gun ain't busting them shots at nobody. Let me tell you something. With all them damn, like I said before, them big ass Geechee motherfuckers in that church, they would have tapped that little cracker down. Come on now, that that's some bullshit. I ain't trying to hear that. That 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 he was a patsy. That was a, a sacrifice. They they was into some Illuminati rituals for that. And that, and that white boy that shot up that shit in Buffalo, all them damn old black ladies in there, somebody, Madea-looking ladies that they say got killed, they, one of them would have had a Madea pistol. Come on now. Ain't no old black lady going to let you shoot their ass up like that. No. Nah, and that and Chief, a... Rishalaki, bro, and what you just said, though, that's that, you just made the correlation, correlation with something. Like you said, Dylan Root went in there, a lot of old elderly people. And I, I'm just tripping out because I'm wondering, okay, why are they goddamn younger people that was in the goddamn grocery store? Was that a senior citizen grocery store? The top store? I was thinking store? the same thing. I was thinking, I was like, he didn't kill nobody young. 
Yeah, and I, I, all these senior citizens that he's supposed to have killed. And I got a clip. I, I'm, I'm going to let you finish, Dave. There's a clip where the brothers, uh, he's supposed to have been talking to this news lady, talking about how he used to sit sit at that damn store every day, but just so happened he didn't sit at the store. I'm going to play it when you get finished, though. I'll let y'all hear this, this, this contradiction of shit in here when you go ahead and finish, Dave. Uh, um, um, uh, the last thing I'm going to say before you play that, I'm going to tell you something. When you're looking at, even with that, 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 even when you're looking at that, what, that, what was going, what went down with that. Now, them old senior citizen black folk. Now, I, I'm going to tell you, growing up, all my friends was old. Oh, I'm busy. I, even when I was in Islam, all my Muslim brothers was over the age of 40. All my Muslim mm. sisters out there was old. Shit, I I never even when I was young I never dealt with no no young motherfucker even in school and I'm telling you ain't no ain't no old motherfucker gonna let you just walk up on them like that shit ain't ain't no nah, nah I'm telling you ain't no old and I'm gonna tell you all my friends in their sixties seventies and damn eighties and even nineties. Them old motherfuckers, and I'm going to tell you, one of my friends died in a, damn, in a nursing home. That motherfucker even packed a damn gun. In the damn nursing home, he had two of them All right, so Chief, 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 if you was up there in Buffalo and you happened to have been in the store and the dude just come out of nowhere and pull out a gun right in front of you, what and you don't have? Do you have your gun on you, or you? What you gonna do when he just all of a sudden did something unexpectedly like that? What and put yourself in those shoes real quick. Tell me what you can do. Now, now I'm gonna tell you this now, and this is real shit. I don't carry guns. I don't. And that one thing, I, I, I ain't, I, ain't, I don't deal with that shit. I'm, a, I'm gonna put that on radio for y'all. For the, before even somebody one these. Because you know they listening at the shit we say. I don't do, I don't, I don't what is a real gangsters moving silent? I, <laughs> I ain't going to let no motherfucker know what the fuck I'm going to do and what the fuck is my damn, is my reflex and how I get down. I, I'm going to tell you that right now. But I will, but one <laughs> thing I will tell you about that shit, every motherfucker that I hang around with, that's in that age range. They ain't. They ain't. You better believe them motherfuckers is not. They ain't gonna be sitting up there like no little ass white boy fuck their asshole. And shit. <laughs> all my. And so, dang, I will put that shit out there. Niggas, the old dang. niggas that I've been friends with ain't gonna let that shit happen. Hell you no. Know, Let me tell you something. Before you play even the clip, Jesus, sorry, I know you want to play the clip. And, and, so, and look, no, no, we, we good, we good. Jesus, even stretching them Jesus talking the old niggas that I know, they ain't letting no nigga walk up on them. I don't give a fuck. All right, but, look, but I'm going to say, in the real, but I ain't going to let you know what I would have done, especially not on real sense of reality. And where we living in the time we living in, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who 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 have who happen to get shot and killed, and they were capable 
of defending themselves quite well. But unfortunately, there was nothing that they can do against the person with the gun because the gun would hit vital uh, areas of your body immediately, which prevents you from continuing to want to do something to counter the attack of the person with the gun. So no matter how tough and strong, how much muscle you have and everything, once you get shot, and if you get shot in the wrong place, a vital area, it's going to put you down. You might get shot in the arm or the shoulder, and you might still can continue to try to uh, go after this, uh, this, this culprit. But it's so many people in the real sense of being good people and having the ability to save themselves that there was just a time, and some people say the wrong time, wrong place. Where there was nothing they hey, could do. Just, the guy pulled a gun and shot. I mean, there's just, there's, there's hardly anything. You, there's listen, nothing you could do just, except beg for mercy. Just, I understand that shit you saying, but listen, Justin. How many motherfuckers got shot in that motherfucker? Yeah, I look look that shit up when you're looking at the chalk and shooting. How many people right, got the way, the way you making it sound is like. It no, didn't really no, no, happen, no, no. or Look that it was something Look that somebody could have did Look to make up this the different. Numbers, dog. For you tell me all that, well, they couldn't be saved, and you know, Look with all that shit. And let, ask, ask me. Look up how many people got killed in the Buffalo shooting and the in the Charleston shooting. Tell me, tell me. Ten people were killed. Ten people was killed in Buffalo. How many people was killed in the Charleston uh, shoot? The nine the people was nine people was killed and one person was shot and injured. In the other case, ten people was killed and one other person was shot and injured. So, or well, maybe it was a few more right. than that that was shot All and right. injured. Now, I'm not this, sure. Now, 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 let's that this justice. Look up, cause we both know they both had little ass handcuffs. Look up how many rounds can a, a, a forty-one a Glock forty-one hold? Cause I'm look I'm gonna look this shit up. Right, I'm looking it up now. If you look it up, you are gonna see the 41. same shit. It, it only holds thirteen bullets. Thirteen bullets. A thirteen round magazine. You used a bullet on each one of them in Charlotte. And he had one he round and he didn't shoot. Come on, he was standing so needed somebody to be a witness. Now, did he use an extent a clip like you were just saying, Moriah? You know, Damn. I know, and trust me, you know, and I know. You from the country, I'm from the country. Did he have a clip extended? Come on yes, I don't know. Certain, but he shot and aimed at each one of their heads and shot every one of them in the head, except for the last lady who we left um, alive. I don't, I don't care if you shoot at the motherfucking gun range, nigga. Ain't ain't no perfect shooter, especially not no motherfucker like that. Ain't no motherfucker just gonna perfectly just shoot you. Let me tell you something. Each bullet. Chances, just look up each bullet. Are, he did practice in the range, and if I remember. He had some videos of himself in the in the woods with a gun and shooting at a target, and so yeah, 
he he did have some um, experience with the weapon. Uh, he did have experience, but now somebody had. But trust me, Justin, one of them niggas. Cause I'm gonna tell you something. Club Pinkney, he wasn't just no back the lane Gullah preacher. This was, he had a big church. And matter of fact, they said Michelle Obama, your girlfriend Michelle Obama that you love so much. Okay. They they said she okay. He he was with he knew he knew them. I know and, and okay, at any church Okay, and trust me, I'd have been to a couple of mega churches down here. Okay, Clement Pinkney knew some top people, right? Clement Pinkney knew some top people. I ain't no, look, I know damn well if Farrakhan will pat your fucking ass down at the damn FOI mosque, and you know, nigga, that somebody, he had to have some kind of security in that church, bro. You know, they don't, you can go in a church. They ain't going to pass the search. You ain't going to no church. Here, like, yeah. you, just for instance, just for instance, just the other, uh, what, right after that, I think, I don't know, if it was before the Buffalo or right after, hell, they, they had a, a Hispanic guy, not a Hispanic guy, Asian guy just went up and shot up a church in California. So did, so did. And, and, and I got to read something from Brian Fresh, too, Brother LJ uh, threw out a couple of things. He asked a question, too, though. But he says the real question is why wasn't anybody screaming and yelling when he was shooting, and why was it uh, everybody already on the floor when he came in the store? And uh, he said a visual of the shooting of the uh, of the shooting in Buffalo. They now myself and uh, brother LJ, we were watching that video. We saw uh, the video, and we both said the same damn thing. And I had a coworker say the same thing about that video. I don't have it. Have you have y'all seen the video? I have not. Did you see a day? I I saw about uh, like a second or two of it, but wait, you talking about the one with the dude in the woods? Uh, no, the dude, uh, excuse me, the one in Buffalo when he was driving up in the car and he's when he he driving up first and he even started shooting when he even went in the store. They got a video out. I don't know. If they probably took it down oh, by oh, now. Oh yeah, I I I saw that. But let me tell you something too with that. I saw that. But listen at this. But what did you when, think about the video? First of all, I probably get it because that's the question that was asked. Now, now let me tell you something. Now, even 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 when I looked at, it, I looked at like a couple of seconds of it. I, you know, I I saw it. It kind of looked like a Grand Theft Auto type uh, scenario. You bam! See, there you go. Now you just said what we said. It looked like a video game. That's why you asked me that question, because that's what we all came up and said. He looked like a goddamn video game. Because now, if I'm not mistaken, I wish I could. It, it, I think he was streaming it on something like Twitch, a video game, because they showed the computer at the end for some kind of reason. It was like it was being streamed on, like, Twitch, because, you know, that's where they play a lot of them games at. And, like, and that's, the the that's the mindset of Generation Z. And they record everything, and he wanted to make this thing known and to to do it live stream. 
and he showed it, and it made it look, I'm sure, like it was a video game. And when you play so many of those games that look so surreal, they look like the the, the quality of of you know how they've made these uh, people the the things in the video look so realistic that it makes you feel like that this is how it is, and it could desensitize you towards another people if you, you, you know, know, are gullible. You know, it, it reminds me of, you remember that, you remember, because I only saw a little bit of the video. I, I I hate videos like that when they do them little cartoon videos. There's a lady on YouTube that always, when she, instead of her showing her face, now she'll show her face like a cartoon-type fucking thing. I hate that shit. But uh, it kind of reminded me of the old game Max Payne. Anybody that played yep. the Max Payne video game? I, I did. I, actually, I still got that damn Max Payne. Wow. Yep. yep. That's, and that's what, what it, it is. Like, they get into that. Like this whole new thing about metaverse, and he may be, you know, living in the metaverse, and he may have wanted to play it out like the metaverse or even to – upload and show people this what he's doing because in his deranged mind he's doing something that everybody needs to see and he wants to be famous and he's so young and he thinks he knows so much and he thinks that these people are going to replace white people and this is why they need to kill black people and that but but you his whole way of thinking seemed to be very twisted but the like, but that that lie got to start. Okay, okay, just him as a lone shooter. Just you go out and kill a couple of people. That's not going to stop nobody from replacing you. It, it's but okay, like thought, you said. You were saying earlier. Now, if I can see you as a whole group, a collective like the clan, all of y'all go out and just start damn it, burn up a whole goddamn town like Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know. Got, to try to eradicate a whole fucking town or something. Okay, yeah, we can see that. But you just go out there. No, nah, that, that shit, man. But the one thing, of course, y'all were going back. Now, you're saying about, uh, it's funny about y'all were saying about how could you defend yourself or something. You asked a dated question. Now, as far as like when you first get out, now, if it's unexpected, you just shopping, you're not expecting nobody to jump out and start shooting. Now, that first individual might get popped. You know, but like he did in the video. You ever saw the video? The first person, he got out and started shooting. Okay, now there ain't no way in the hell you can defend that because you, you ain't knowing this shit finna happen. But when you start seeing this shit, because he, he shot this other person, I think about one or two people outside the store, then start shooting the windows. Now, you on high alert now. If you do have a weapon, you ready to try to defend yourself. And now you see he's shooting at the goddamn window coming to the store. Now, you on your defenses, because most people with a gun, not everybody, especially if you got a, a, a license to carry. Maybe I hope you've been to a goddamn gun range because you had to get a permit. So I guess you get some, you got some kind of training. So now you are learning how to take cover and be in the defense to defend yourself. And I'm going to tell you all something. They just passed, they, well, it's been a year ago now. They got open carry, or you can carry a gun here. I'm going to tell you all something. Now, we think about this now. Just think about the incident where they're trying to say this person is targeting black people. Um, There's so many black people. There were so many people. It's still in this city today. 
man, it's fucked up how them white how, they they black people are complaining because they had they did open carry, damn near open carry in this city. They complain about it. Oh, it, it ain't dear number, man. Gonna cause a lot of crime, you know, more gun violence. Wait a minute. The people who's committing the gun violence in this city, these ain't no goddamn, I got to say it, these ain't no law-abiding goddamn citizens. These are goddamn drug dealers, gangbangers, who's the one doing all the shooting with the gun violence that's making the shit go up. These are not people who trying to just, you know, protect themselves. I see a lot of women now who got their gun on their side now. They can, you know, carry now. But the thing here is, so if black people, because I said the reason they did this, now this is my thing, the people they did this, when they did it, because a lot of white people got tired of being a goddamn victim. They like, fuck this shit. We're going to start making this shit open carry. And I said, but black people are the ones complaining about having a gun on being able to carry your gun. I forgot the law. I don't know if it's open, really open carry, but you can. I know it's something about concealed. But you can carry your gun now. They don't give a fuck. You, you, you can carry it. But black people are the ones that are complaining. And then you have an incident like that happen. Nobody's there to defend you. Nobody who, who can defend the elderly when shit like that happens. Y'all all complain about, well, we shouldn't have no gun to protect ourselves. And now the motherfuckers just walk up and start slaughtering the shit out of you. But again, like I said, somebody in this situation, if they had a, had a gun, but we don't know because it's like my brother LJ was saying. When you watch the video, everybody all, already laying on the ground. Ain't no, ain't no hollering, screaming, no nothing. And I don't know if you playing possum, trying to play like you did. But it was just something, like brother said, we don't think it was an actual video, but it was just something about that video. It's just someone right, someone right about it. Let me tell you something. Anytime hey, you hey, do. Hey, be, before you go into your shit, just, hey, hey, there's something, I don't know if you, when you were just talking about laying on the ground in the snow, like they were doing, there's a new thing to where I forgot what they call it. They said Al 29 or something like that. Cold, I, I, I guess, but it's like, you get it's like and there's something that they're doing on TikTok or something like that where Damn. the young kids are saying clean up on our something and I yeah. guess these are kids that are playing like they're dead on the ground. Oh, I don't man. know what that but yeah that's it's called that's a die in. You have a die is in. That, is that what the, what it is? Yeah, when you mean when people come together and you see about a hundred people laying on the ground and it looks like they just laying there dead, but they not, and they all, you know, together before yeah. like a uh, bringing attention to um, the violence, uh, you know, yeah. in the streets or things they, like that. They're doing a TikTok thing now where they're showing that where kids are. I guess what they're saying there's a clean up or something. I, I, I forgot what they what they call it. Yeah, but they, yeah, I'm going to try to find find it. You can do die-ins for different reasons. Like, they're not all just for, uh, you know, like, people getting shot. Like, we had, I've been in at least two die-ins, and different causes brought us to the die-ins to make us bring attention to what we were there for. So that's what it is. 
Because it could be like something like squeezing the necks of the people that's killing you, you know, in a different way. And you go, you go and lay right there in front of City Hall and have a die-in. And then yeah. it makes the newspapers and the news sometimes. And you brought attention but, to what you're trying to. But I forgot what they're calling it. It's not, I know, I know you, you know, I know what you're talking about with the, but if they're calling it something else, I think they're saying code nine or like it's some grocery store code that they're making people to call. And I guess it's supposed to be like they're playing like they're dead on the ground and they're not. But it's, it's, okay. I know what you're talking about, dying, but it's like it's the new trend that they're doing on TikTok where they're doing it, but it's it's called something else. They they replaced right. the name. I want to say it's like Code Nine or something. Yeah. Got see, see, the best thing to do is if someone is shooting, the best thing to do is hit the deck. So someone could have yelled, everybody hit the floor, everybody down, and everybody goes down. It's not like, okay – you know, it's just the best thing to do is to go down. That's whether you act, act dead or not. If you're standing up while someone's shooting, the bullets are coming your way. So get down on the floor. If you got to crawl, crawl while you're down there. If not, stay where you are. But these incidents happen so fast, you just don't realize until you go back, you look at the video over and over, you think that you could do something else. But, no, you're reacting in an instinct to what everybody else is suggesting to do. So before somebody said no, hit the floor, they saw somebody just, get shot. And they said, now hit the floor, everybody. This lady just got shot. Hey, that just, man just got shot. Just, everybody get down. Just I understand what you're saying and the All routine right. you're talking about. But there's something on TikTok. I, I wish I could get the name. If somebody, I don't know, LJ, I know he, he's up on shit. Uh I know he's up on stuff. But well, you if, can if, find if, it and send it to somewhere, and he'll send it around to us. Yeah, I try to find that. Uh, I'm going to play the clip I'm trying to find. But one thing about it, you doing a mass shooting, you, a mass shooting, what you see is like that. Um, especially that grocery store. You don't lay your ass on no ground and try to lay your ass on that. Hope he don't come shoot you. You run like hell. You get your ass If you in that store, if you try you to run. Can. If you can. Store, yep. But if you only seeing you saw one person, maybe somebody coming from the back. But one thing about you get your ass, run to the back, run somewhere. To, but you just don't lay your ass on the ground. Now I see like 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 they they were shooting uh, the incident with last Sunday where they were shooting outside, like by my back, like the field behind my house. They were shooting. Now I'm in my house. Was shooter in my house? They were outside, and it sounded like it was close to my house. So we did get down. Now, but that's in my house, but if I was in somewhere like a supermarket or something, and I'm hearing shit like that, hey, I'm, if it's in the front, I'm fleeing my ass to the back. Maybe You're going to flee and run and be a target. Get and down get immediately. Out. Oh, brother, and, and flee to the back door, try to get the fuck no, away. No, don't run. You're going to run and you're gonna, the man going to see you running and shoot right at everything moving. Everything moving, he's shooting. If you go down, he can't, he's just shooting everything else. If he's anyway, not even get, trying to still come in the door, and I'm probably on one of the 
and I'm in not in his range yet. I'm getting the fuck out trying to get to the back door. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to react the way you should. Yeah. But if you so can't, I, go right now. Now, if he's dead up on I'm you, that's, that's a different story. But if he's even you like some of them people haven't even made it in the store or where you at. See, I did survival training. I know. I did. We did hands-on. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to complain on it. But we did hands-on training. You don't, you're not just going to lay why don't he get on your aisle and then blow your ass off? Then I say crawl so, if you can. If you can crawl away, but don't be up where he can see you. Crawl your behind up under something or around away from it. Get okay, away I, from I, it. Yeah, but don't be running up tall. Not unless you, you can. That's how you never get into a shootout or you get into. I pray that too. I pray that too for you too and everybody else. If you gonna get your ass shot, you gonna get your ass blowed the fuck off. If again, if he had entered that store, maybe he's shooting outside and he's maybe coming in the store, maybe coming in you in an hour, he's not he's not you see but he's not visible to you. You try to get your get run and get the fuck up out of that store. Now that now you talking. See you doing what comes natural at the time, at the second that's that what, is happening. But, not but he's just coming in the door and you lay down on the damn ground. He's coming in the store. No, to if he's coming in shooting, you better get down. Anyway, no, people who didn't get down got down and just ended up down. Brother said, okay, my okay. brother, I'm going to play the clip. He said, they were Everybody the who shot was on their feet first. They wasn't on the floor. Now, check this out. My brother Everybody said, man shot was on their feet. No, my brother said they were laying on the ground in front of the damn store when he came in. He, that's what he said, brother. This brother LJ, he, well, he's watching. He said, but why was everybody on the ground? Nobody else was running or screaming. Not none of them. We watched the video, brother. Everybody was laying on the ground. He was in the store. They were laying he in must, the He must have had already let off a shot or two already. He, when he came in, he shot the woman. It was a woman coming to the trunk car. shot her. He stopped moving towards front of the store. He even when you shot that fucking front well, they of the heard the shot. So they knew shot, okay, the only thing we can do up. That's my I'm going out I'm trying to find my exit to the back of that fucking store and get out the back. Hopefully it's not a robbery where y'all or some back door trying to come through the back. I'm out to that bridge mm-hmm. when I crossed it, but going to the back to try to get the fuck up out of there somewhere. Yeah, but you, you you're speaking for a fifty year old black man. You're not speaking for a 75 or 77 year old black woman who can't run and, and get away quick like you can. But we're gonna let, let me play this clip right fast. Let me play this here because that's this to it. But let me play this. Check this out. Now this is says man allegedly talked to supermarket gunman before the shooting. Uh, shooting speaking on the attack. Check this out. And right now we want to go back to the scene of the crime. News force Kara Lynch has been at the scene. And all evening, you can bring us an update now. I've been telling you one story since we first came on the It was about this man here, Grady Lewis. You were in that tops earlier this afternoon. We're going to get that story. Uh, you told me just a few moments ago that you actually spoke with the suspect yesterday. He was here. Tell me more about that. Um, I seen him, and it's strange in the neighborhood. Anybody had a genius shirt on, so I wanted to see the genius. He sat and talked about stream theory, critical race theory, uh, the beginning of civilization. Hey, I was going to bring that up earlier. He, 
he was a genius. Did he came up? Now, hold on. This is a white supremacist. He stand black people, but he having a conversation about string theory and evolution. Change in the neighborhood. Anybody had a genius shirt on. He was a genius. And we sat and talked about string theory, critical race theory, uh, beginning of election, and, and he seemed like he was a genius, actually. Uh, he said he came up just to see the countryside and um, go out camping. He bought a thing to chug a water. He had a little nervous twitch to him. I bought him something to drink, and we sat and talked for an hour and five minutes after seeing the pictures and seeing the blue card um yesterday so it's a shock right now and he told me his name was peyton um so it's a shock and we did see a blue car get taken the scene just about a half hour or so ago and you were saying that you were speaking with him on a bench located outside of this top yes. that's the bench that's earlier today no this is the part i need y'all to remember this part because this is going to flip in a minute check it out when i was you were the first person i spoke to you were telling me that bench is your office to stop and sit there and talk yes. to people that yes. are passing by. Today you didn't stop. Yes. Walk through your afternoon here at the top. Remember now, there's a bench that he says in front of the store. Basically, he said that's his office. He usually always sit there and talk to the people that come to the store. Now, just remember that part. Now, let's, let's keep going. Well, I went in there and got some juice. And, um, I didn't day so i walked across the street and i opened up my 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 juice and as i opened up my juice i heard what i knew was an firecracker i looked up and i seen the guy shooting people then i seen a security guard run outside and then i seen him going after him shooting. some come back out and then i he had all camouflage on and glasses helmet and put the gun to his head and he dropped it off his gloves, he took off um, something, um, his gun, he put it down, he took off his chest, then um, he got on his knees and laid down and hands back, and they, uh, they arrested him at that point. And now, hold on, I got to stop it here. Remember, let's go back. We've got to remember this point, because she's going to get ready to give him a narrative. She's going to get ready to give him a narrative. But she's going to get ready to give him a whole narrative. Now, watch his story change about why he was not on the bench. Now, remember for now, that bench is off. But he always sit on this bench and talk to people. They go in the store. But then it just so happened, I don't know what it is. I just didn't want to sit there today. Now watch what she changed the narrative. Give him a narrative. This is the report. Watch. And the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, you were telling me about the security guard, the former Buffalo police officer, died in this incident. You were telling me today, he told you no the story that got to keep it clear yes. you credited that man with saving your life yes. I heard him say to someone there's no here around the store so me knowing that the buffalo police officer i never really oh, wanted oh, to give him an opportunity to say anything. yes i heard say he told you no lingering around the tragically died now wait a minute hold on. i i missed this the first time wait a minute hey hey oh, saying, yeah She's saying, hello, one second, Dave. She's saying that he told her that the security guard actually told him no lingering around the store. But he, he overheard him saying it to somebody else. Wait a minute. If the black dude is telling this reporter, he told 
Well, yeah, he told me earlier you know, he didn't want me being around the store. But then I overheard him. But 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 he didn't. Why did he didn't say this shit earlier? I just decided not to sit there today, you know. But go ahead. It's like two more minutes left. No, let me uh, say something real quick about that black brother talking to his ass. Now, I was going to bring that up earlier about him talking to that, that black man. Now, listen at this. The black guy still acting like he was an all right guy. You know what that remind me of? You you remember that movie Rosewood? And you remember, I don't know, you you remember Rosewood not where mm-hmm. the it was a white mason and he and that that raped that white girl in Rosewood. He shook hands with the black mason and was talking to him like he knew. And then when that shit went down in Rosewood, it, they found out it was him that did it. And the first thing that they started killing was all the black leaders in Rosewood. And the one dude that got shot and killed first because they uh, they raped, raped that white girl was the dude, the black Masonic dude that shook hands with the white Mason that actually did the crime. So do you think that they might have, he might have been like, it was like some Rosewood shit, like a Masonic connection? I and that's know. why he was talking to him? I don't know. That just kind of sounds strange. His story switched. But check it, I'm going to finish. Right. No. Kind of crazy. Buffalo police who has tragically died in this incident. You were telling me today, he told you no loitering around the store, gotta gotta keep it clean. You credited that man with saving your life. I heard of him say to someone, There's no lingering around the store. So me knowing that he's a Buffalo police officer, I never really did give him an opportunity to say anything to me. So when I do go, I shot. And I leave. And that's because I heard him tell people that a couple of times. So they were going to tell me something four or five times for me to understand. And from what I heard, he went back and he shot at him when he was in the store. So, yeah, if he was there, I would have been sitting there. So I'm definitely thankful that I heard him say that. Yes, I'm definitely thankful to Mr. Salters. Yes, definitely. Well, thank you so much for... Yeah. Thank you, Mr. for the damn lot you just told. <laughs> Did she help you tell, anyway, for the story? Because first, you, that was your bench. That was that's your office. You breaking up, brother. Oh, I got I to switch back to my other mic right fast. One second, one, one second. Yeah, I don't know why this internet mic... Uh-oh, I don't know why the internet might act a goddamn fool. But, yeah, this is your office that you always sit at. Now, according to what he first said, you always sitting there. And it's just like 9-11. It's just like 9-11, y'all, that all of these so-called European Jews or these Jews worked in the uh, World Trade Center. But just so happened, all of them called in. Y'all ever heard that before? All of them called in just that day that the World Trade Center got hit. Mm, and just so happened, he decided not to sit on that bench that day. Now, that's what he first did. But then he go around and say, well, he tried to make dude and credit and said that the security guard or somebody is a hero and saved his life because he told me, according to what she said, he told me don't sit there. Well, you told me he told you don't sit there. Well, I overheard him tell somebody else. So hold up, Doc. 
God damn, what is the story? Did he tell you or you heard him say it? But he know you sit there every day and you just greet people. You're not, you know, you're not soliciting people. You're not, uh, what's that other? You're just not sitting around that bullshit. Ask, Can I get some change? Can I get some change? You act like, you know, you're always there and they like you sit there. See, that, that that's some of these stories always, y'all listen to some of these stories. And I like the stories when events like this happen. What I say, the rough draft. Listen to the first stories that come out. The rough draft when it first happened, and then later they clean it up and they start putting it together. But listen, like most shootings, sometimes it used to be. They'll say, uh, "Well, there used to be a lot of school shootings." It was two of them. I saw two of them. You know, they both had on such and such. Then, as the story progressed, it was a lone shooter. But it used to always be, I remember when Jonesboro shooting, there was a lot of them. It was two or three. It was two of them. Then it always be a long shooter. And notice every last one of them, they always want to keep on saying they, these people had mental conditions. Like, again, if this mother sucker can write a long-ass 180-page goddamn, uh, I, feel, I call it a goddamn essay, Ain't nothing wrong with this. Ain't nothing wrong with that motherfucker. That motherfucker knew what he was doing. Y'all excuse my That's friend. right. That's right. There ain't no way, bro. You write no motherfucking 180 page. Whatever. What the hell? I can even think of the goddamn thing. I often say a memorandum. Whatever the goddamn thing Man, is. You manifesto. Ain't yeah. How is all of these serial killers? I guess that's in the, I guess that's in the, uh, what's they call that? That's in the massive, uh, what you call that? Mass shooting handbook. You know, I guess you got to go to school to be a mass shooter, and that's in the handbook yep. if you want to be a... Learn how you to write a manifesto a, first. You got to... Yes, sir. That's in the handbook. I guess maybe sure. there's a website that they teach you that shit. Man, you got to be real smart crazy. and intelligent to write a whole manifesto about what you don't like and how this is so bad and everything. He's using all these fine words to describe his, his angst against everything, but at the same time, He's a nut job, you know, going around killing people, and he really don't have a clue. He's 18, and he thinks he knows everything, and he thinks that what he knows is the right thing, and it's the absolute wrong thing. Uh, uh, actually, is he a nut job, or he is a pet? You see how he was just standing there again, right? And Dave was saying some things when he first came in and said, dude, was a patsy. I, I, I totally agree with that one. He's a damn patsy. I, I, I think, again, uh, there's a lot of stuff to this, man. I don't want to say to you, you know, how they'll be trying to flag you for saying, well, I don't want to be an Alex Jones because I ain't got no money for no fucking lawsuits. <laughs> like they did about uh, Sandy Hooks with Alex Jones. <laughs> they be mm-hmm. ass out, but they've been trying to sue me. I ain't got no money. But it's just a lot of stuff, like they said, man, it's not, it's not right. And, again, with this whole replacement theology, um, for me, because we've said some things that they're accusing, uh, like Tucker Carlson and them for saying about the voting situation, and um, there's a lot of other things that they're taking and spinning. When I even looked up, this is a trip out for our sisters and brothers. When I looked up white replacement theology, every news outlet that was talking about of mentioning white replacement theology were all liberal news outlets, MSNBC, 
CNN, you know CNN was the first goddamn one. All of these major CBS, all of these were liberal media outlets. I couldn't even find Tucker Carlson. It may be down there. I probably had to keep on searching and searching. I really couldn't even find a scene of Fox News because I wanted to try to find something to play. A Fox News clip where he was actually talking about replacement theology. I couldn't even find that on Fox. I wanted to find something, a clip. He's the one that Arthur, he's the author of this replacement therapy. No, he's not. No, no, he's not. They were reporting on what he began. No, he's not. Justice, do please do your homework. The white replacement theology, that's, that comes from a French guy. There was a guy who wrote a book called Replacement Theology. He's from France. He's from France. That's a book. Now, you know you fuck around with the wrong. You know you know I'm going to do the research now. He's, that was from for France, France, and that was for when he was talking about. Out. Yeah, but that was look for it up right fast. Uh, Carlson, no. Carlson is doing it for his people over here. He's saying but that, he's look, not saying, we're in trouble here. We, you know, please show they're me. Gonna my brother, here, here, here's what I want you to find. I need you to find where he says the word. Find me a video where he actually says the word replacement theology. I don't want you to send me none with, with Don Lemonhead and none of them people saying he's saying. Find me where something where he actually said the word white uh, replacement. Because what they're saying is, because he's talking when he says certain things, and he say the word replacement, how they're replacing us by bringing immigrants in for the numbers for the voting block. He used it, and he might, and maybe he used the word replacement, but where, show me where he put those words together, white replacement. And I'm not taking it up for the white. I'm not taking it up for dude. But I, I, for me, I have to, I have to have the facts, man. Well, we it, say it, we have to have white knowledge. He, you know that he mean white, right? Well, no, see, no, you no, know no. That, we're not right? gonna read. No, no, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that, my brother. We're not gonna do that one. Because if if they saying that he he's espousing, because there's a book. Now listen, to what I'm saying, brother. There's a book called that basically I got. I'm gonna find it. What's the name of that book? Because it is something about. If he's a spouse, I need to see where he's saying. I need to see. I don't need no roundabout way. I gotta read into it. None of that bullshit like that. <laughs> I actually need to hear him say they are trying to replace white people. I don't need no shit. I need to read into it because I can read into a lot of shit and take shit out of context. I need to hear them say that. Which, which, like I said, All right, again, I'll, brother, I'll do, I'll do some research we, and come up with it. And like I said again, I we were. That's why I use this analogy, brother. We, we, we must have been teaching white replacement theology because we talked about the voting thing, the same thing that he said. But, but okay, but I'm saying we never said anything about they trying to replace white people. So again, look, you have look, to let me, give let me it say to it. me in plain black me, and white me, as Michael Jackson said. But go ahead. Let me let me let me just say, like I remember traveling to New York, and when I was on the train, this was like in the mid in the mid to the late nineties, and I would travel to New York on the train a lot. So when I was there on the train, 
to New York and got on their train. The white people that was on the train did not speak English. Most cases, when I heard some white people talking on the train, they were speaking a different language other than English. And there was a few cases where, of course, there were some whites on the train who did speak English. But what I noticed was these whites looked like they could pass for regular Americans, even though they had this accent from another country. And that it seemed to me at that time that they were flying under the radar of common people and to be imported in as citizens to the United States to increase the numbers of white people in America, even in the 90s. Because all these white people everywhere I went in New York were white, but they didn't speak English. All the time I would be around them, they were speaking some type of language from uh, Western Europe. So I'm not sure what the language was, but it certainly wasn't English. And they look white. They look like white Americans. So that's my whole point is when they do go after people from other countries to bring to this country to improve the overall numbers of white Americans in America, and that's done because of the decreased numbers of white Americans, like they haven't been procreating on a level that's given them any kind of a push. Like they've kind of been stagnant for the last, what, 90 years or something. So that's what we're up against. That's why it's for them to bring more whites here if they're not, um, like what you were saying earlier, they're not um, fertile or they're not producing babies at uh, at, a, at a great enough number to produce uh, more people or, you know, to, pop, to have more population of white people. Like at this point, they should have at least, 25 or 35 more million people than they have, uh, you know, on the record right now. So that's my point here is that they're bringing in white people from different countries, no matter what political side of the playing fence that you're on. They're going to do it however they're going to do it, whether it's in secret, whether they don't let everybody know, and they're just doing it anyway, and you don't even know it. It's just being done. You know how many Russians are here that live here in my my state? They're, are they, are they they're, white? They're are white they Russians. White? That, they're absolutely white, sure, of course. And do you know when they put on the census, they put that they're white. They don't put that there's anything else because that's what the whole so, purpose of them being brought here and giving them um, the privilege to live here is so that they can classify as whites to improve white overall numbers. So who's bringing them here? Who's allowing them to come here? Yeah, who's allowing them? Who's bringing them here? Who, whoever is in the government at the time, whoever's administration is in in the government at the time. So at whatever mm-hmm. given time, everybody's going to do it in order to save their numbers. That's interesting because okay, just use this for now. Let's use this analogy right back. And I got to read. I got to read some comments from my brother LJ right back. Okay, that's interesting because I mentioned earlier about uh, 
they were bringing in people from Ukraine and stuff to America and stuff. Yeah, and, okay. they need that. They need all that. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So you agree? Okay, I'm glad we I'm glad we got you to agree with that because the Joe Biden administration is the ones who's bringing those people in here. Oh, okay. Remember now, the Democratic Party. Remember now, you don't don't please don't let me go there, brother. Remember now, the Democratic Party was the known we know historically was the party of the racist party. We know this, the brother Klan and all of that, right? So anyway, so you just you can damn verify that. Just you might want to stop while you're here. But anyway, they are bringing these people in who are funding these neo-Nazis because there's some history. Y'all better study about Ukraine. Uh, there's some Nazi parties and stuff. You better study the history. Who's Joe Biden them constantly giving billions of dollars for that we're going to be in debt for uh, people losing their 401ks and all of this type of shit and getting their money for 401k because they are giving money to them skinhead neo-Nazis over in Ukraine. Uh, but that's a different whole story. Y'all got to do y'all research on that one. But um, so, yeah, he, they, that administration is the one that's bringing those people in here and, 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 and a lot more. It wasn't the Trump administration because, okay, you can't say Russians because he damn sure wasn't bringing no Russians in from Russia because they were saying he was with the Russian collusion. So he wasn't bringing none of them motherfucking folks in, that's for sure. But anyway, let me got to bring my, read my brother. Uh, LJ was saying, he says, uh, uh, something you were saying earlier, you were day. Now I think that was you saying, he says, yeah, you talking about yeah, something you were saying. He said, that's because all we know in America is all pale <laughs> pale-skinned people as white. He said, the same as we do, uh, we call all Africans or Caribbean folks black. Like the Latinos and the Irish, they usually still talk their native language. American blue blood whites are, are that American-made white folks <laughs> who feel this is their promised land. And those people uh, could have their tourists, maybe, and maybe they could live here. Yes, sir. And that's, a, that's, again, like we'll say, we say, we just see a, a European person, oh, that goddamn white boy, and they maybe have a yarmulke on their head, and he may be Jewish. We still call them white. Look at that old goddamn white Jew. You know, we still put the white Jew. You, we don't just say, look at that Jew. We say European Jew. Now, you still got a lot of them Europeans. That we, say, we just say the European descent. We call them all white. But like I said, they're making a distinction. Yeah, they're saying the state. So it's just, man, it's just so much, man. And like I said, we're getting caught up in the crosshairs with a lot of this shit, man. Um, we truly are. We're just getting caught up in the crosshairs on a lot of the shit that we really shouldn't even be. Uh, not to saying that we shouldn't look at it and pay attention, but, man, let them motherfuckers do, stay out of this shit and quit getting caught up. Because, again, I'm just saying they're using us, again, as the, the, the forefront in the bait. Because, like, again, oh, that's what I keep, I was in the, the keep mentioning, forgot. Because you, you did mention uh, earlier about the brother that went to New York. Uh, well, I think his name was Frank White. I was listening to Sarnet of them show the other day. And Sarnet of them, because Jabari and um, uh, what's her name, uh, they, they girlfriend, uh, 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 Nepal. <laughs> they future wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. They love her. <laughs> he gonna give me for that. He gonna he give me for that one. No, nigga. No, nigga. No girlfriend. Candace Long. No, those big. He loves those big ass big. No, no. 
No, 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 no. Your girlfriend Marjorie Hartley, man. <laughs> uh, no, I, I told you, I, I, I'd rather for you to give me candies than the goddamn it, Marge. I don't need no <laughs> At least I can have an intellectual conversation with Candace. But I, just, I had to fuck with Dave. I had to throw that in there. I knew that was spark his interest. But I said, uh, you, know, you know, but anyway, anyway, his secret crush is Kamala Harris, man. He really loves nah, her. Hell no. no. And yours is Michelle Obama's banana. Damn, banana. Oh. But, 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 but I'm going to throw this in there right fast. I'm going to throw this in there. was having a conversation. I'm going to show you how the conscious community is so lost, too. They're they supposed to be the so in, intellectual community. And that's not everybody. Now. I'm just saying some of them out there, like Jabari, them, they're caught up in this bullshit. They, they promote a lot of this liberal uh, mindset and shit, too. But anyway, so Jabari and the party them was having a conversation. They was talking about this shooting stuff. And they falling for the uh, what they say? What? Uh oh, damn! I hate to use that saying. The banana in the tailpipe. My bad, Justice. They they going uh. for the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> they they do it falling for the same stuff. But anyway, they were saying because uh, uh, Jabari mentioned they mentioned the dude Frank Frank White, and they was talking about him and comparing what he did to the Buffalo dude. And Jabari mentioned that they were saying that he. Um, they showed that he was watching a lot of videos. He had been watching some of polite videos. And then they said that he had, uh, uh, Sarnetta was saying somewhere, yeah, you know, he had been watching, they showed him watching some, had been watching some of my videos too. And then Sarnetta what? said, yeah, he'd he, he been watching the Hebrews too. And then Jabari said, well, you know the reason they watch the Hebrews because they on your platform. That's why they watching the Hebrews. So he tried to make it look like, Ah, they watch the Hebrews because you know the incident in, in New Jersey, uh, brother Day. So Sarnetta tried to throw the you know the Hebrews in there, but he was like, yeah, he said, yeah, they showed that he had, he said, they mentioned my name and said he had been watching my channel too. So they said polite. So anyway, they're trying to link. They're trying to they link that with the brother uh, Frank White with watching maybe. The conscious community and said there are some radical, radical. I'm gonna give. I'm trying to use some Jesse Jackson words, y'all. Some radicalizations in there, uh, in the conscious community. Because y'all remember back in the days when the brother did that shooting, supposed to be the police in Dallas. You remember they start. I remember uh, brother Professor Griff had to come out and clear his name because I think the brother named yeah, because you remember he took, he went to a, a lecture and took a picture with Professor Griff, and they had that all over the Internet. And, and, and Professor Griff said, hey, man, I just took a picture of a dude, man. He came to my lecture. So you look at that, and they will say, well, maybe he will radicalize through these, uh, listening to these videos, because they said the dude, Frank White, was doing stuff on, on YouTube, talking about what he was going to do. And they said, but I see I listened to their philosophies, and I'm just going to use the Israelites for a matter of fact, that they said that one time. By listening to them, see, he will radicalize by listening to these people, their rhetoric. And a lot of this stuff is to cut down a lot of shit, too, at the same time about, like, this free speech and, and kick a lot of stuff off the Internet. If you ain't doing no bullshit, no crazy-ass joke comedy type shit, real intellectual stuff that we doing, they don't, you know, they don't want that. So they'll make up scenarios and say he was Hell listening no. to them, and this is why 
um, he did what he did by listening to Culture Freedom Radio, and he went out and did some crazy shit because of something we were saying on the radio, and they get us kicked off knowing we ain't espousing no violence, but we radicalized this dude by our theology and shit that we put promoted. And that's why probably they, they have tried to link dude up with looking at so-called conscious community videos. And I'll give you, I'll give you a, uh, an instance. Hope this don't have a happen, but just give y'all this scenario. Um, if there's an LGBT parade, major parade they always have, and somebody go out and do something to the – now, I hate to even use this, and I hope nobody don't do this shit. Now, we're saying this just as example. FBI, CIA, we just use this as example. We're not saying this for nobody to go out and do shit. This is Brother Sunray saying this. I'm not speaking on the behalf of no other brother on this show. It's a disclaimer. We're just saying – we're teaching too. We're not just teaching. Hope nobody don't do this shit. So y'all hear me saying this, government. Now, put this on record. <laughs> like for the more said, for the record. Now, if somebody went out and did some stuff against the LGBT, they had a parade and went out and did something to LGBT. They had a major parade. They will, and they will go back and just so happen that person had been listening to Irritated Genie. Y'all know he just straight black pride. They find that he had been listening to a lot of irritating teeny videos and lectures and stuff. They would try to link. Well, see, he was radicalized by irritated genie. And that's what made, because he always talking against the LGBT community. And so he was radicalized by listening to him. And that's what made him go out and do X, Y, Z at that LGBT parade. See, they can, they'll link you up for shit like that. You know, and you ain't got shit to do with it. You can't you don't you can't stop people from listening to your shit on the internet. You don't know who listened to you. After this thing go off the air, I don't know who in the hell listened to these shows. We don't know who listened to these damn podcasts or none of that shit. We we can't control that. You know, if somebody takes something out of proportion that we said, we we don't we're not no nowhere on here where we ever say go out and kill no goddamn body. Go out and shoot nobody because of their ethnicity or none of that shit. But if somebody just so happened did something, they found that they were on the computer, they were listening to us. If they wanted to spin that, they could spin it either way, however they want to. And this is what it is. is is really all about the awakening. If you're waking people up, and getting people to use their own mind, like I always say, my brother college was to say, use their own analytical mind and wake up from the foolishness. You, you, you are a threat to that society. You really are a threat to them. They don't want you to, you know, wake up and 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 see the truth. They want you to have all this other bullshitty. Oh, and 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 like my uh, justice. It's something you be talking about, uh, watch the whitewash and some of them videos that you be showing, saying, sharing. And that's why I say sometimes I be skeptical on a lot of that shit, where all that shit coming from. They're trying to make everybody in history. Um, now, that can even be taken um, to some goddamn Europeans and and if they want to say they're mad because of that, like you said, again, they're replacing us. Now, somebody can be pushing a lot of these YouTubers or whoever, like they are saying, King James was black. 
all of these people in history that I don't know, I'm just saying that, I'm just throwing something out, that may have been white, and now everybody's saying, no, all of these are black. Man, they're taking all that shit, goddammit, <laughs> and making everybody goddamn black. King James was black, like you said, um, the dude, uh, Noah Webster was black. And now you think white folk like, God damn, like we just say, we can't have shit. Now all white folk be like, we can't have shit. They taking all our shit. Now who to say that's not being pushed by somebody to maybe infuriate, you know, maybe some white people to like to do some things, to go out and, you know, and do shit. Like, God damn, man, hold up, man. Liver Liver Rochick, somebody gonna somebody gonna come out and say Liver Rochick was black. Hey, I mean, we that. But we don't watch it, that's what it's gonna be and Justin's gonna be sending you a video day talking about Liver Rochick was actually black. Hey, tell Justin <laughs> to go back and listen. The real Liver Rochick was black, not that one over here. Hey. The first Liver Rochick. Hey, I'll react. Uh, tell tell yes, Justin sir. to listen to that video that Shabbat we did last Saturday. Oh, we gotta oh, give him a shout out. Yeah. You know what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I, I enjoy I enjoy listening to y'all when you're doing the um the Shabbat classes and whatnot. So you can uh, send me them occasionally. I'll be catching I, them I on um, YouTube, and um I'll be catching them when they be coming through. I, yeah. I gave so you they, your master. Hey. I gave him and his master teacher a shout out last week. You remember? That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so even with that, so even with that justice, so mm-hmm. so Noah Webster was actually a black dude. The dude that did the yeah. Webster dictionary. He actually was born before Daniel Webster, and so it comes to find out that he was related to. Daniel Webster, and he was his cousin. And Daniel Webster was described as being uh, swarthy, which is a name or term that used to be described for black people that spoke English coming from England that to describe black people, they were swart or swarthy. And it meant black or meant brown so that's this is something that they wanted to do away with with the merriam-webster dictionary because prior to the merriam-webster dictionary there was the daniel noah dictionary and daniel i mean daniel webster dictionary rather not noah that not daniel noah but dan dan Daniel Webster, right? He was the author of the original English dictionary. And so he was described as being swarthy or very dark skinned or black. And but people wanna interchange these things after the Marian dictionary in the early eighteen hundreds, um took over the copyrights for after the passing of Daniel Webster, um, some 20 or 30 years later, Marion Webster re-took over it or took over the whole thing as far as, you know, claiming the rights to the dictionary. But prior to that, 
um, prior to the Merriam-Webster dictionary, the the original dictionary was would use words that came from England to describe black people, and they were swarthy or swart. In other words, similar to swarthy, were considered people who were black people, and even they would call them very dark, swarthy, or very um, brown in complexion, or different, different, different uh, shades of uh, different shades of color of black people were described as swarthy people, and swarthy people were referred to as being found in Africa and in all of the different parts of uh, South America and in and in England they would classify people as swarthy. So the Marian dictionary did away with swarthy and would say we will no longer uh classify uh, the word swarthy with black or referring swarthy with black because in the classification for a lot of the people in the 18th century and 17th century were classified as swarthy, and this is how they talked in those centuries. They spoke by describing people not as much as a Negro or a colored person or things like that. Their descriptions, because the predominant majority of people were people who were black people of different shades. In a lot of cases, the shades of swarthy people were very dark. And in a lot of cases, they were brown-complected or red-complected, like a red fox, you know, like a light-skinned black person, maybe even with red hair, or a very dark-skinned black person with gray eyes or blue eyes with coarse hair, or in some cases, their hair texture, even if they had very dark skin, their hair texture may come off more in a curly style or even a straighter hair texture. But they still maintain very dark skin and were called swarthy. Now, the Marian Dictionary is saying no longer will we call black people at the time back then or actually say that people from Europe, we won't suggest that they we can use that classifying people that were swarthy were not white were not um black people they were white people all of the swarthy people that were referred to were white people and no one can suggest that a black person could have ever been swarthy because Marian Dictionary is moving forward and saying this term swarthy is in no longer in use and we will not use the word swarthy anymore. And so to do away with knowing that black people in the 17th and 18th century were black or swarthy or King James was swarthy and King Charles was swarthy and all of these kings were swarthy and even the queens were swarthy, which means black. To say now we won't use that to say that uh, they were black. We would say that swarthy people, if you see that anywhere, that term suggests that the person was a a white person 
instead of a black person, even though the term for centuries meant black. So it's the, this is what happened here. This is what's happening. It's like, okay, okay. we're going to make the truth into a lie and the lie into the truth. And in history all over the world, they will go and see that swarthy people have done this, swarthy people have done that. They built these pyramids. Let's knock the noses off of every image that we can see, and the other ones that we're going to keep intact, we'll put them in all the museums around the world. And they're beautiful, untouched. The noses haven't been chiseled off in a lot of cases. But the, the ones that are in plain sight, we've got to damage them so that people won't know that people were swarthy in the world. And swarthy people um, had civilizations set up all over the world. There's evidence of it everywhere that swarthy people had great civilizations in South America, Middle, Central, South, Central America, and they seem that they say that the civilization could have possibly began first in Central South America uh, versus beginning in Africa because there's a lot of evidence to suggest that civilization started with the Mayan people and that the Mayans migrated from there on around throughout the world, including into Africa and whatnot like that. So they're saying that the possibilities of um, civilization began here, especially after the Great Flood and that in North America was the first part of the world that was flooded to come out of the flood and the other regions that have been flooded took longer for them to come out of the flood. There's a lot of evidence to suggest that. Well, yeah. I, I, well, to get back on something else, I just think, too, when they use the word swati or whatnot, it's just another way, you know, language evolved instead of them using, like now, because you just gave the definition, you said swati means black or dark. Uh, it's just like language evolved, you know, that's old English. Like you read the King James Bible, and one time they was using hither, thou, and wilt. Now you say wilt, it's like will, you know, and, and thou means thee. It just was old way that they spoke at that time, aristocratic English. So um, I don't think it's nothing that nobody is high. Like language has just evolved, even in English. Like oh. this. So well, you still could tell me Swati meaning black, you know. So it's, it's just when you look it up, the etymology is still going to say that, that same thing. Uh, black, but this is, nobody's high nothing. But I, I want to ask one thing. We we did have some. We still got a couple more minutes now because I did have in here um, something else, and because I wanted to do this as a whole topic, but then um, I was just aware because I had to want to touch on this buffalo thing too, and it was something that they had in the description. Now a question about. And it's just for us, I guess, because Brother Alphamil ain't in here tonight. Um, what is, now, each for one of us, what would be our reasoning for as we talk about getting knowledge? What Because, you know, we say, man, well, everybody's trying to get knowledge itself. Uh, what would be our reasoning for actually getting knowledge itself? Because, you know, a person can, some people get knowledge, Right. Now, we see a lot, especially nowadays, we see a lot of people so-called getting the knowledge, doing a lot of research and studying, 
just to get this knowledge or what they call knowledge and information, gathering information, just to go out and beat up on other people, just to study, buy a lot of books, just to go out and do a whole bunch of goddamn debating. Now, some people get knowledge because they're trying to actually improve their selves, you know, get information to uh, build in their head and, you know, be more educated and more knowledgeable about things in life and also so they can help other people in life. So even when we say I'm trying to get knowledge yourself, there's several ways. I mean, everybody don't get knowledge for the same reason. So I, I just thought about that. So even on this particular uh, podcast, what would be sort of the reason why they so supposed so-called getting uh, reasoning for trying to get knowledge yourself? I can go first. All right. Yeah, you could go first. Uh, so for me, as I always talk about, you know, back in school, I always say why well, I wanted to get more knowledge. Now, back in school, I, I told you all how I had a fucked up school career. Now, I started getting into the knowledge because I couldn't learn in the damn school system. And I came into this when I was, like, 13. And first I started out was SUNY Islam. Man. You know, because my first name being Arabic, even though I grew up a Messianic Jew, but that's, that's the reason why, you know, I, I wanted to get knowledge, you know, to learn more, learn shit that I couldn't learn in school. All right, so I had to get the uh, unmute myself here. I'm doing some things here. <laughs> I got a coffee. I'm trying to finish making it, too. Uh, and then my battery dying. That's all crazy. But oh, I'm going to leave it plugged up. All right, so let me sit down on the throne here. <laughs> all right, so it's just like what we're discussing tonight. And I'm suggesting to you that there is no extent that those who run the world now and have been will go to to hide the truth. No matter where we are in this world, where they are, they are going to hide it away. And they have done that everywhere in every country that they run. So they are a big-time identity thieves. They've swiped our identities of our history in all parts of the world, whitewashed it. If you see some images of some kings anywhere, they whitewashed it if you saw it if it was white. This is my point. Over here in America, you see what they do over here. All right, so the knowledge is self and other than self and the knowledge of the universe is what I always 
bring to the table. So when I came into learning about self, then by the time I graduated, then I had a way of understanding and to know that uh, there's no way that I can be deceived anymore. So if you come to the table with a, a black point of view, a way of seeing, a way of looking at something out of your natural black mind. You are not operating from uh, artificial intelligence. You are not operating from someone else who's misleading you and misguiding you because the knowledge of self and other than self in the universe gives you the God knowledge. So it would be hard to really be deceived in a certain way where it wasn't so covered up, so, so really secreted. But if you're telling me something or suggesting to me something and then the majority of the people are going to go with it, Somehow I normally go against the grain when it comes down to it, when I don't see that that logic sees fit or is operating from the God mind or the black man's mind, the original brain of the universe. So I can't be misled. I can't be, mis- I can't be coached down the wrong path by the enemy of God. Because God gives me the revelation to what to watch out for and to never be deceived by the enemy of the creator again. So that's what it was for me. It took three years and some odd change to get my knowledge of self and other than self all everything where I graduated and I was able to just move on with that and be able to operate and think on my own. All right, that's it for me on that one. Yes, it. Yes, it. Well, I really ask, okay, because me, myself, because we talk about knowledge of self. Now, knowledge of self is a thing. Now, most of the time we think about knowledge of self, we think about us as a collective, as a whole black nation of people here in America or whatnot. But knowledge of self really, as my brother LJ, we say, is the knowledge about self, about you. And there are some things I've always kind of wondered about myself and still today, right? Why certain things happen to me in such a way they do. So in order for that, I had to look and, and, and learn about myself. So now I was about to say, you try to learn personally about yourself. Why certain things, like I said, take the way it do. Maybe some things come in your life the way it do. And it's just about, like, knowing myself, okay. Uh, but anyway, so it, but it was about changing my life as well, getting a little information to change my life and, and putting my life in a better perspective. Um, 
getting education, you know, about our history, learning about our history, learn, like I said, you know, to the nation that got that, uh, saying that the black man is the original man and all that. I'm like, damn, okay, instead of me thinking that somebody told me I'm a thug, I'm a gangster and all that, I'm like, damn, okay. So now with that, that elevated me to another level, like, hey, man, you ain't no goddamn thug, you ain't no gangster, you know. Like Malcolm said, who taught you, you know, that you were this or you were that? So but anyway, all about knowledge, when I look at knowledge of myself, it's about me personally because I like I take it by knowledge of self for me is why do certain things like come to me? Like it's always been I don't know for some reason, people like um when I was younger, people flocked to me and like follow me in certain things, leadership type things. And I'm like, why? And I used to be just like, why the hell are they following behind me or letting me be the lead, even these type of things today? And so now I have to, when I educate myself and look at certain things, I'm like, okay, okay, now I see why. Certain even things with cosmological alignments and uh, a lot of other things, that's, you know, that's why history, the family. So really getting knowledge itself is a deep thing. And like I said, once you know who yourself is and know, uh, for me, like I know who I am. I, I know how, I, you know, what it is for me to like to help and educate other people. And I, number one, too, I got knowledge so I can change my way from being that thug-ass dude on the street and, you know, how hurting other people and all of that shit because I didn't like that lifestyle no more. I didn't, I hated that. I started to hate that individual um, at that time who I was. And I wanted to change. So like, like I had to go back with even Paul's. So I had to take off the old man and put on a new. I didn't like that individual because I knew damn well I should have known. Like, same man, this ain't me, bro. I'm doing a lot of shit because of how other people are doing. I'm just doing this shit to be cool because, you know, people give me accolades. Oh, man, you cool, man. That's some cool shit you did. And that's not really me. I'm just going off of what other people, the, the hype of other people, you know, how they feel about the, the ignorant shit I was doing. You know, because, like, when I grew up, I was a loner. I used to be playing by myself. I didn't have nobody. I didn't play with no other children. I used to be by. And then now you got all this other shit that's going on, people cheerleading you on. But, you know, so, and now really just for me to get information, even me studying and researching a lot of times. Y'all are, uh, sometimes be sitting here reading these books and studying. I don't even, it's me putting the information in my head but I think about even the listeners on this show, like, okay, um, damn, how can I teach on this and to share this information that I'm getting, you know, to help other people grow? So when I grow, I try to, I want other people to grow as well. So it's knowledge really started with, you know, making me grow and also as to help other people grow. Like I said, because I was going back again, I was talking about the things about how some people get knowledge they read a lot of books and, under, you know, try to get stuff just so they can beat up and go tear down other people, you know, um, and challenge other people on whatever their foundation is. Just to tear down another person's foundation instead of trying to uh, build on and so they can build and make a better, uh, uh, a, you know, what we say, a better society together. But brother, you got this here, brother. I got this information, man. Look, let's come together. We can do this here together, man, so on so but a lot of people get knowledge, when we talk about just knowledge, just to tear down some other people's shit. 
or challenge people to destroy. Now, we see a lot of that with the conscious community. Everybody's always, everybody want to debate now. Everybody, I don't give a fuck what, what, what group you call yourself. Everybody want to debate. It's not, it's not a bill. It's not a building like, you know, like the, um, my brother LJ didn't say it's about building. What we're supposed to be building? Either you're going to build or destroy. We see a more, we see more destroying now than we see in building. We're supposed to be teaching each other how to be civilized. You know what I'm saying? Not savages, but we're seeing more of our people going into a savage state. We're we reversing, man, the thing. When, when one time we had teachers, we had these teachers, we had these master teachers coming up, man, and enlightening us and trying to give us the wisdom to make ourselves better. So we can come and build, you know, because they told us we weren't nothing but but niggas who came over here on the slave ship, we ain't we ain't never did nothing, we ain't accomplished nothing. They were waking they had woke us up to the to the greatness of who we were, the people. And now we're going right back into a savage state, man. My brothers then was at uh my coworkers then was at uh, work the other day and they had it was a festival, they were they were down there, they had to go and work with the garbage truck. There's some young sisters, man, they had fell asleep in the truck, you know, because they, they had to wait at the festival going on. So they had to wait till the, you know, damn near business festival over with so they could dump the garbage. So they was in the truck kind of to take them a little nap. They woke up, man, young sisters twerking on the goddamn garbage truck. Twerking on the garbage truck. Now, these are the sisters that we talk about the black woman is God. Well, the goddess, some people say the goddess. Our black sisters, our sisters are the... The earths, our sisters, you know, whatever, you know, term, as soon as we go, our sisters is the mother of civilization. But we see the, the way that they are going now. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught in the message of the black man, and, you know, is written in the message of the black man from one of his speeches. It says, I remember him saying that we must teach and elevate our black women. We must teach, protect, and elevate our black women. That's some of the information that we're supposed to be. That's the knowledge that as we as men are supposed to get to do that for the women, for the sisters, our women. But we see in our, our society, man, we're not being civilized. Not everybody. We're not, I'm not talking about everybody, generalizing. But we talk about the masses, those 85%, man. And that number, like I said, the 95% probably shit now, it, 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 I mean 85%, I'm sorry. It's damn near going to 95% today instead of the 5% right. of hell. That's 2% today, man. This, we, we're in a bad state. We have yeah. gotten into a bad state. Instead of us waking up, we going to sleep like a mother sucker. Like I started off earlier was saying, that, you know, not York was saying how we got to break the spell on blacks. We, we are going, a lot of people have fallen way deep into a deep comatose state, as Dr. David Blair would say. Because a lot of shit that we're seeing, because now we're seeing, if we think that opportunities have been opened to us because we got money now. They're allowing you to have money. They're allowing you to sleep with their little white girls, and you can run around with this woman, like Khalid Abdul Muhammad said, uh, you can run around with a white girl under your elbow, and you thinking you're progressing and all of this type of stuff. But, you're, but we're actually, man, falling into a great sleep, man, and, and falling away from being a great civilizer. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's sick, man. You know, it's, it's really sick. Let me tell sick. you where we at. Uh, we are in 
We are in that burning house. We are yep. all up in that burning house. And we know where that yes. burning house statement came from, too. When Dr. King mm-hmm. was talking to Harry Belafonte, and he said to yeah, him, there. I think we have I've integrated my people into a burning house. Like a burning house. And it's burning up more. <laughs> we, we lost our culture and our soul mm-hmm. in a white America, in America. Yep, because we let people sell us a, uh, what they call it, say, man, what they say, a bad bill of goods. Mm-hmm. It keeps, they, we keep buying swamp land in, in the name mm-hmm. of freedom. In the name of freedom, we just got to get along. We're just saying, can we all get along? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this is it's, it's terrible. Um, they uh, even were seeing, man. I, I know some crazy stuff is way off topic. Well, we kind of about to go off anyway. Like there was a young child, and y'all, come on, man, brothers. I, how can y'all? How, and I'm not not saying on culture freedom. Nobody on culture freedom. I know ain't doing this. They just somebody did yesterday. Left a young baby in the car, man. Hard as it's gonna do. And I don't know how in the hell this happened every year. People leave their babies in the car. Now, how in the hell can you forget that you have a child? You, I mean, I, listen. You know you you got a baby. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where my damn, where my, where my baby go? I know I got a child. You don't remember you have a child and you leave your baby in a in a damn in a hot ass car. How do you not remember that you have a baby? I can see you misplacing your keys or your wallet, but how do you mm-hmm. misplace a baby, man? You you know you put the child in the car. Damn, did I leave my baby at home? What, what, what did I leave my baby at? What? Now, come on. Ain't no way here you got out of no car and you didn't, you forgot to bring the baby. You know you put the baby in the car, then. I hope our minds as, as people, as humans, I'm saying, and not that damn distracted. I hope it's not that crucial out here. Our minds are that distracted that we can't remember that we put a baby in the car and we get out and we forget the child is in that car. Damn, I you remember the baby at home. You remember the show that was just called, uh, recently we was calling it Disrespectful Parenting. Okay, so yeah. what I see here is Irresponsible parenting. Mm-hmm. Irresponsible. Like, how are you going to not pay attention and make that your priority that you make sure that the help of your child is always going to be okay and you're not going to leave your child independent enough for any reason, for any circumstance, you're going to carry that baby with you and you're going to lock those doors and, you know, you're going to do the right thing. Like, it's irresponsible to just willy-nilly running in the store with the windows up and it's hot and you got that baby in the car and you know how hot the car get real fast. And even if you got the window cracked, it's still hot in there. And that baby is going to be suffocating. You should know that. Common sense should tell you that. But you know what? Common sense is no longer common. It just isn't. Common sense isn't common anymore, y'all. Okay. Nah, like my wife said, when there's stuff like that happen, they need to get those people and 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 put their ass in that hot ass car and let them suffer the same goddamn way. I mean, mm-hmm. that that that's that that 
that I don't I don't, I just can't understand that. That's ridiculous. You know, but yeah, man. So, but, you know, I'm glad uh, you let your sure wife come on last week. I didn't get to hear that much because I was running around. But I'm gonna go back and listen. But I know it sounds like you got a you got a black you got a you got a queen, and so uh, I you know I was really like you know I was really in the back of my mind, kind of always wondering. Uh, you know what? You know what your wife? You know, like what she looked like or whatever. If she was white, maybe or black. You know, like you never, you know, produced her. So this time you did. I can tell you got a good southern sister. You got you a nice little sister there. You got you a queen. Yeah. I know. I know you thought I. I know you thought I had a white woman. <laughs> you heard that shit, day. <laughs> you know, day. Oh, oh yeah, right he was here. trying to play you, man. Don't let him yeah, try he to you know, you thought I had a white wife somewhere. Right I thought you it. might have had a white girl on because you never talk. You know, y'all know. You know, you never put her on that. You know, don't love her page, you might be one of those type of black guys that you know talk all that stuff, but you got the white girl on the side. You know, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. alpha male, like alpha male, for instance. You know him. You, you know him. Hey, hey, you, you know he's gonna get you for that one. Hey, his wife don't look like Michael Jackson or Michelle Obama. But you know, Alpha Male, he live out way out and way out. So you know, he probably riding the white woman tip coattails and getting the white privileges and everything with her. Now, you know, mm-hmm. Alpha Male gonna get you for that shit, there. You know he gonna get you. If you live no, I don't, <laughs> he ain't worried about no Alpha Male. I ain't worried about him. Nah. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Who was talking? Uh, no, we, we see you. We got a nice wife, though, man. Your wife got a nice, you know, something. Well, like a nice lady. I usually don't bring. She just be in the back, but I, you know, like some people, we just you just leave your, leave your folks out of certain things because of certain. When you in controversial shit, you got to come down and keep your family out of shit, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I just wanted her to tell that story because of we was, you know, because we was doing that story. And just so happened, she's actually seen it for herself. I'm like, damn, just what that woman was doing. So I was like, yeah, you got to, you know, you got to at least say something, tell them that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That is, that is, that is just some crazy. Oh, um, that, we, we are, we, we going way over and over time. We in, you know, we over three hours. But I want to share something with y'all since everybody going to be gone. Now everybody gone. But. We still recording on talk show, though. Mm-hmm. Now, it was a brother, and I wish I had a goddamn let's put this online earlier, but somebody get it. Um, food. I ain't gonna go into oh, no pork though, but I didn't want. I, I was. I wanted to put in and do a show. You know, sometimes what we think about, right? Because me and some brother, we was having a dialogue one time at work about something. There's a brother here. He died. I'm talking about the brother, uh, brother with the radio uh, show he used to be here named Bob OJ. You know, he passed away about, well, I don't know, a week or so ago. Now, he talked about the healthy living and the healthy eating. And brother was like, um, man, he always talked about that healthy living. And he still died and all that. Like, well, I said, you know, and he said, see, that ain't going to stop you from dying. I'm like, well, no, nah, that ain't going to stop you from dying. But eating does play a part in a lot of things, certain things you eat. And I said, no, it didn't just say, I said, man, hell, you can walk, you can eat healthy all you want and walk your ass out and, you know, walk down the street, get hit by a goddamn car. Nobody's saying mm-hmm. eating healthy is not going to stop you from dying. 
But I say this to say this too. Now, sometimes we we stress a lot of stuff about eating healthy. Now, about more of what we we consume as food, and sometimes we don't uh, put more because uh, that's what I'm not knocking nobody for what they do by food. But sometimes because all individuals have their choices. Some people are more in stock about um, I'm eating healthy, eating healthy, but they put a lot of poison into their mind and their mental. Uh, they could be eating healthy, but they still do a lot of um, unhealthy shit in their lifestyle, not sleeping mm-hmm. right, not doing it. But you might eat organic like a motherfucker, and I probably don't eat meat all that, but you do a lot of it. And Reno mentioned this because even the brother, the radio show, now, I don't know what made me think that. I didn't know. I'm like, I wanted the dude to have a heart attack. I said, I wonder, was, he, was he stressed about something in there? Because that's how I think about the food. And somebody saying that he did have a heart attack. And, you know, later on it came out there. But I was thinking that when they said he had died. So when I go on with that is, see, sometimes you can eat healthy and organically. But if you are letting, if you could be, your other part of your lifestyle might not be as healthy. Meaning. Hanging out all Right. Yeah, you stressed out and you, not you stressed nowhere. out and a lot of shit. And you still people like and people go what you gonna be? Well, I thought he was. I thought it, you know he he always can talk about eating healthy, eating organic, and they look at it. He still died young, but yeah, he was stressed the fuck out. That's what killed him. It wasn't his food. He was under stress. He letting that girl kill him. You know, word the shit out of him. That's why he died. So that's why I how say sometimes. How old was he, Summer? Ah, uh, he was in his sixties somewhere, but he I think sixty something, but he had just married, he recently married remarried a uh, thirty girl and a young woman in her thirties. And some people been, you know, that's I don't really want to, you know, get in this first life, but I was just I was just thinking about that, that, you know, how sometimes we stress about the shit that you eat, but there's other factors that may be going on in a person's life that's gonna kill them. like we were talking about the poor. <laughs> uh I, I, you might not eat pork, but if you stressed out and, you know, you you letting a lot of shit get on your mind, somebody word the fuck out of you, that'll kill you faster than eating a goddamn poke chop sandwich mm-hmm. or a neck bone, you know, barbecue bacon sandwich or something. But so, you know, sir, there's a lot of factors that goes into And I tell people, man, hey, man, just because you eat or, you know, eat healthy, that does not say that you're – you're not going to die. And that's what I was having a problem in discussion with some coworkers. That ain't saying you're going to die, but it does plays a lot of factors in your health and how you mm-hmm. feel, you know, energy mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But that, mm-hmm. that don't guarantee you're going to, because you can, you you know, you can, you can, it don't say about your longevity, really, how you're going to like it. Somebody else might be eating, I'm just using pork, for example, eat pork, and they can outlive your ass. Mm-hmm. So it all depends on all your lifestyle and what you're doing as well, you know, other habits. So I just you know, thought funny, about so that. Right? You know, I was just thinking the about The whole thing that. is, to me, is about having optimum health. And that means that you can do everything that you can do since you was a teenager as far as physically. Now, once you get to a point where you age yourself so much – that you can't do the things that you can do when you were in your 20s and 30s, then you're doing a lot of damage to yourself. So 
to have optimum health is to not eat something that's going to damage you or over and over again or over a length of time is going to do damage or a disservice to you. So with knowledge of self and other than self comes self-discipline. And so there's only 5% people with the real knowledge of self other than self and the knowledge of the universe. And so we can talk all day, but if you don't have inside yourself to have self-discipline, then what we say, you'll just be on the wrong end of the statistic. So you... If you how if you understand that what what you eat can keep you here and what you eat can take you away from here. So eat the things that will keep you here because it's the most intelligent. And recognize that your body is a magnificent machine and a conduit of the spirit of the creator. So if if you if you're in harmony with your body and to not indulge in foods that are going to take you away, then you will increase your life. So I'm a living embodiment or a living testament to what I say. So just before we came on the show, I went on the basketball court. And because I work out a little bit before I go and do my regular gig a little bit every day, just a little bit, I work out just a little bit. But every day I'm doing it. But that helped me when I got on the basketball court tonight and shot around. And every shot, practically, that I shot, no matter where from, went in. Now, I'm 52, and there's a lot of people who, once they've gotten to the age of 52, that they have physically decline. Not everybody. A lot of people maintain good health. But then there are those who don't. And you can always improve your health. You can always you can always fix yourself. Because every seven years you get a new body if you're working on self discipline. Then you'll see yourself with a new, a, a new like every seven years you renew your you, you can renew yourself. So there's a lot of science into it. You know we're scientists. You know we. Uh, so it's you know you got to know self and, and know how your body works. It takes 24 hours to digest one meal properly, practically. depends on mm-hmm. the meal, but roughly the way your body works. One meal a day will sustain you and keep you alive and 
possibly increase your life if you would abide by eating one meal, one righteous meal a day. If not that, fast two days and then eat after the second day. Mm. See, see what I'm what I'm mentioning is I'm mentioning is okay. Like I said, some people you have some health gurus. They stress a lot about eating healthy, eating healthy. But a lot of people they're in taking a lot of negative shit in their in their head, like things they might be reading, people they're around. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, mm-hmm. you eat you eat, you eat healthy, but you smoke Music. cigarettes. Music. Yeah, I'm talking about you eating healthy, but you smoke cigarettes. You, that you, that ain't, bro. That's not a balance. That's not. Still, again, you telling me well, how I'm supposed to eat and all this, how to eat to live, but you smoking cigarettes. Like, come on, bro. What what kind of shit that is? You you killing yourself, bro. You getting yourself count. You know you're calling. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.